All righty. Welcome back to an Out of the Rough podcast. It's uh, been a while, but uh, let's fast forward from the last podcast to now, which is the week of the Masters. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, it's been over a year, which is longer than we normally have to wait. Typically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But either way, we uh, it's me, Kid, and Ryan once again. Um, we all just got off uh, the course from a nice little round. It was uh, Kid's first round in a few months from some physical ailments, and he beat both of us, which is outstanding considering the facts. But I just want to congrat- congratulate him on that, and happy to have you back, my guy. Happy to be back on the pod and on the course, for sure. But yeah, what a what a week to come back. I know it, it's kind of like the way to kick off the week. Really, it's like a fun round of golf. Um, you know, everything feels a bit more amplified. It does feel like a major week because of it. I rented a car, so everything's kind of <laughs> heightened right now. Well, not your senses, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been you know an up and down week, but you know we take. I'll take a win on the course. There you go. We'll give it to you. I would like to say that was my second 18 of the day, so I was a little exhausted. A weird thing to complain about. Well, no, I'm just <laughs> saying my game wasn't in tip-top shape. That's okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is this was more about just how good kid played for not uh, playing. He in a was while. lights out. It was unreal. I think yeah. he's gained distance off the tee, to be honest. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, had a few more putts rolled, it could have been a real great round. But uh, yeah. Yeah, anyways, Masters Week. Pretty stoked about it. Um, I mean, does anyone want to start us off somewhere? Like, where? What, what are we thinking? Well, we haven't potted since the previous major, so it just goes to show that, like, I don't think anything happened between that major and this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the season has been pretty shitty since then. I think, like, even the pros, like, there hasn't really been too many Put tournaments. Put some respect on Carlos Ortiz's name. Jeez. Okay, my bad, my bad. Carlos Congratulations Ortiz. to Carlos and the team. It had been 42 years since someone from uh, Mexico had won a PGA Tour event. I believe that is correct. Yeah, and that's the uh, Houston Open. That yeah, so it's like weekend. nearby too. Yeah. So it's like maybe it's close in like what he like trained in and like what he was used to as far as climate conditions and stuff are concerned. Could be. I yeah. don't know if he's from like Mexico City because that would be completely different. Though. Yeah, like, I have no idea. Yeah. Elevation. <laughs> uh, a couple of things to note from that. Uh, seems like Brooks is maybe coming into form right before the Masters. Um, DJ had a good showing. Um, yeah. You know, those are some things to look out for. Uh since 2000, though, um, this is a Justin Ray stat. Uh, only three Masters winners have finished in the top 10 in the previous week, and those three people are Mickelson, Spieth, and Mickelson. So, two people. <laughs> two people that we're probably not worried about for the Masters either. Yeah. I mean, Jason Day finished T7, so, you know, Jason Day has he done well in the Masters. He plays pretty well in the Masters. So, you know, that could be something to look out for. Yeah. Um, he could also withdraw, so you never know. Just depends on that back. I'm yeah. just looking for the odds at Vegas for the withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never fifty know. to one. That's a steal. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, we can we can uh, start it off by like who who are some uh, some of the guys you guys got your eyes set on. I think you before we that. jump straight into it, I think it's important to set the okay. stage for what's okay. most important right now, Dave, and that would be the fact that 
this week is the last week in the longest golf fantasy we've ever done. <laughs> this is true. It it ran months longer than it should have. It felt like years. This is dragged on. Um, but just so people know, there's really one team that matters during this league right now, and it's our buddy Andy's team, which has like a 30-point league where the number one team is at 60-something points. So it's kind of like... It's kind of like Bryson's distance versus everybody else's distance right now. Like that's the gap that that Ando's got on all of us right now in the first yeah. league. Well, it's Ando Ando place. has sixty three points, and then Ryan is the closest to him with thirty six. So it is possible for Andy to lose, but he got two missed cuts this week. So he finally lost some points there. Yeah, that, he lost two points. Okay. So you've already <laughs> so he's adjusted sixty one. Oh, I have. I haven't. Yeah, and then. You're at 36, but I just got two more points this week with Hideki. Gotcha. So I think our gap is not close to like two points. So it's going to come down to the Either way, it's going to be a nice uh, you know, battle for second regardless. Yeah. yeah. Um, Andy could have everybody miss the cut. Um, and then it would require either Ryan be- or my team to have the winner and like two guys to get top, top tens. tens. Yeah. Yep. And, if, and but, but let's be real here. Ando has Bryson, JT, Finau, Spieth, and Stenson. So maybe Sten- is Stenson even going to play at the Masters? I don't even know. That may actually save his team. Um, <laughs> I I can actually I can check that. I can tell you if Stenson is going to. I be mean, the he generally is, but I don't I don't know. It's a it's a new day. It's a new yeah. age. But uh, Henrik Stenson is going to be at the Masters, and his odds are plus seventeen thousand. Looks like I'm putting a dollar down on Stenson. Seems like you should. I mean, that's not bad. There's value there. You get 17 bucks. I think I get more than that. You get $170? I think I, get, yeah. I think I get $1,700. Yeah. No, so not for $1. If you put $100 down, you'd get, you get 1700 So divide 17 You get 170 bucks. You'd get 170 bucks. Yeah. If you won. So Still, that's a not... dollar well spent, man. Or you could yeah. get some spicy chicken nuggets, you know? Also a dollar. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a wild way to go approaching your betting. You know, maybe that's the way we start talking about this. Just look at the very bottom of this board. Like, who, and we all of us have to do it. Just we all have to put one dollar on one guy. <laughs> one dollar on somebody. I'm, I'm cool with that. We can get into that a little bit later, but let's finish oh, with okay, the fantasy I see how it stuff. Is. <laughs> I mean, we, got, we delved into the fantasy, and now we're just going to go back. I mean, Andy's going to win, and then me and Ryan will be duking it out for a second, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I, mean, I guess we can just go ahead and flame I that mean, Jimmy's team is trash right now if we want to do that. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy, your team is, is trash. Defend it on the pod. <laughs> Jimmy's really good on the podcast. <laughs> he was decent at first, and then he just seemed he's just fallen out of love with the sport, guys. Oh, man. That's too bad. I'm kidding. I don't even know if he was ever in love with the sport, but he's a good golfer. I'll give him that. <laughs> He is a and good I golfer. Love the, I love the guy. He's, he's got some. He's got some. He's got the kind of takes that you want to hear on a podcast sometimes, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, um, yeah, Jimmy's in dead last with no points. Does he actually <laughs> have zero points? Yeah, not. A, oh not a I think his point. team just got points this week, though. Yeah, the I'd have to bring the leaderboard back up real quick. I he, may, he may have finally gotten Kepka. Kepka got a T five for him. And yeah, he's, got saying, he's got two points. He's got two points now. Yeah. Can y'all imagine when we were drafting a year and some change ago that he got Kepka, and we would now be talking about his he got team Kep- with no he, points. He got Kepka in the third pick pick position. Yeah, yeah. 
But I think everyone that, that he got Kepka because I think everyone was kind of like Kepka might be having. Uh, it's time for he, him to kind of come down. A yeah, he might See, have been I, having some knee things. Yeah. If you then. guys recall, I made a spreadsheet that power ranked like the top 100 players before we began the picks. Yes, yes we, we do recall. I remember. I did have. I had Kepka as number two still on that. Hmm. Yep. But I clearly was wrong about that. I had Rory first, which is clearly not the right thing. Well, he had a kid to do here. He took JT, right? He t- Ando, Ando took JT pick. first. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I got Rom in the four spot. JT. Uh, I, was, I thought for some reason the first time we had done the league, JT got picked first. But actually, I had the first pick in the first year that we did the draft. And I chose Jordan Spieth. And uh, I mean, it's anybody's anybody could win second place. And when I say win second place, I mean, get second place. Uh, No, Jimmy couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, Yeah. Well, he's got two points. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think I think both Brandon and Jimmy are out of it. So it comes down to the four of uh, you, me, or the three of us, and Clint. Clint. Basically. There's technical. I mean, honestly, let's let's get honest about this for a second. Let me be honest. Let me go ahead and be honest right quick. They have brands. We have Brandon's team at six points. We have Jimmy's team at two points. And if we go between their two teams, I see a universe where Jimmy's team has the winner and four of their guys in the top ten versus Brandon's team, which has Jason Day, who we don't even know he's going to make it to Sunday. And we have Max Homa. But who, he is coming off a good finish at Houston Open. And then we have Max Homa, who I, I love Max Homa. I enjoy his podcast. I enjoy his personality. He's a great dude. He's really fucking good at golf. But uh, not recently. Not on the big stage. <laughs> yeah. And he somehow managed to rack up negative eight points in the last, like, ten events. So part part of those eight points game. were from J.B. Holmes, though. Yeah. That's true. That's a, It's a tough thing to claw back from for his team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe um, that was the reason he fell off this year is because he's like, Brand gave him a call and was like, look, Max, I know we just came out of COVID and I know you're playing great before it, but I want to let you know that you have to pick up the slack we, for J.B. We Holmes. We got a J.B. Holmes hole to dig out of. <laughs> We've got a J.B. Holmes situation here. He's like, what? And then next thing you know, he can't make a cut. I'm sure that's what happened because I actually had that same conversation with J.B. Holmes about Francesco Molinari. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot that you picked up J.B. Holmes. <laughs> Any moment of weakness. Any, the, Jimmy's team has Brooks, Adam Scott, Bubba Watson, Paul Casey, and Matt Kuchar. Kuchar. Oh right, Kuchar. <laughs> um, Kuch, Kuchar. That's what Clint was calling him. <laughs> uh, That's amazing. Old Matthew could possibly get in the top ten there. He's played all right there before. Paul Casey, he does pretty well in majors. Brooks could have won the Masters last year. Bubba and Adam Scott both have won the Masters. Like there's a there's a there's a universe out there in the multi-worlds theory that this team did has and will win the Masters. <laughs> All five of these guys. So oh my God. you know, there's there's a chance that he can make some big moves. He won't pass me, but like, you know, he can make some big moves. And at the end of the day, it's most important not to know that Andy won the fantasy league, but who gets last? That's the main thing. Well, Andy gets the trophy, so because whoever gets last in the league gets kicked out, and they're not allowed back until the following fantasy season. Are we a big enough what? fantasy group to do that? I feel like we yeah. should welcome anyone with open arms. Yeah, that's what we are. So anyone out there wants to replace one of our losers, let us know. <laughs> 
anyways. Dave, yeah. I mean, how are you feeling? I mean, you said like anyone could get second. Like, are you really feeling that confident with 19 points right now? Well, bro, you have Tiger. Yeah, he passed. He just he's the defending champion. I was gonna say he's won there in the past. I mean, it, it's been it's been almost two years since he did it, and it might as well. Why he, don't you tell me why he won't win, kid? Please do it. My oh. my point here is that it, it's gonna, almost, it makes me feel good. It's gonna be it. hard. <laughs> it's gonna be really hard for Tiger Woods to win the Masters when at the same time Xander Shoffley wins the Masters. It's just kind of like a <laughs> weird thing to take place, like when that's already happening. It's I know twenty twenty. Anything there, could happen. But. Regardless, I have Matthew Wolf, who has been on fire in the majors this year. We can only say that. That's can true. we all agree on that? I think yes, we can. We can. He had, a this, week, he had a week Sunday at the PGA. That's also true. No, the Sunday he played great at the PGA. No, he, he, he bobbled it down the finish. Pulling it up. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty sure he played his way into the position he was at, at on Sunday at the PGA, if no. I remember correctly. Uh, he was in the final group, I thought, on Sunday, and he struggled. No. He wasn't in the final group. No, no, no. That was Paul Casey and DJ. I'm pretty sure Matthew Wolf put together a great round on Sunday. He might have struggled on that very the last last half of the back nine. Maybe that's what I'm I thinking. I think the back yeah. nine, he had a collapse, and he fell out of contention. And you were like... Just everyone collapsed so he gets into a playoff. Come on now. All I know is he came in at minus 10, and he was the clubhouse leader for a little bit. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Mm. So either way, he also can hit a draw. So that all that plays good at the majors this year. This is a major. Hits a draw. People like to say you, want, you have to hit a draw at Augusta. Don't have to, but it's nice to. Um, I think there's like two holes at Augusta. And then we got Morikawa. I mean, who won the PGA again? How is he doing recently? He's doing fine. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> I like Morikawa. He's my favorite of the three. He's, but he's one of two major winners this year. So that's good to hear. Yeah. When we're going into a major and he's playing in it. So, yeah, I'm more worried about. The, I'm, I'm more worried about the other major winner. <laughs> um, we have Leash who. Let Who you just you. said earlier in this podcast, just like I don't know if it was in the podcast, but I was saying he's not in form and he isn't. I've had many talks with him about it, and I think that's why he's still playing bad because I'm so harsh on him yeah. and he's afraid of what's going to happen. This is why you're too aggressive and abusive as a as a as a coach and a guardian. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Leash was the pickup I made this year, and he he came to me and was like, "Listen, I know." You know, you have other guys you're looking at besides me, but I think I can do what you want me to. Dude, you know what's crazy? Now that I think about it, did did anyone benefit from the people from the people that they picked? Certainly not. (laughs) Well, I mean, would your team? You probably would have kept going down had you have kept Molinari. Yeah, I have less negative. He hasn't even played since COVID started back up. Yeah, he he has. has. He played this week. Yeah. He okay, has not played well, he well. didn't play for a long time. I I know he started, yeah, but started but, back up uh, way after. It's everyone. also it was also harder for the Europeans to come yeah. over here. I mean, dude, Rory was over here, bro. He lives, he lives here. here. Exactly. <laughs> Molinari can live wherever he wants. <laughs> bro, buy a house for my fantasy team. <laughs> um, look, I think I got exactly what I would have gotten with Scheffler was Daniel Berger. They. I think I may have gotten maybe one or two more points more with with Scheffler, but but what, can I say Le- Leash plays well at Augusta? If his short game's on, he's always got a chance. I think we all remember the hook he hit on uh, what hole was 15. that again? Yeah, 
I think that can stand on its own. <laughs> he can sure. win here. All right. It, we, that is like one of the shots that sticks out to me from from that major. And it wasn't even Sunday. It was like Friday or Saturday. It was sick. It was one of the sickest shots I've ever seen. Um, Then we have Javi. And that's all I have to say is that he's the man. You also have Tiger, but we all we I mean, went, we said him from I know, the beginning. But we didn't finish talking about him. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Tiger fan. Spoken who like cares? a guy who chose him as his first pick in, in that, the draft. That is by far the strangest move of fantasy that happened this year was the Dave Tiger pick. Caught everybody I, off golf. I mean, I, was, I wasn't against it because I thought it was a bad pick like he would play bad golf. I thought it was a bad pick because he wouldn't play very much golf. Yeah. He, I mean, we're one tournament away from... If he doesn't miss the cut and doesn't get a top 10, he's going to finish with no points. And he will be the only first round pick for that to be the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every other first round. He's pick. also probably played the least out of every single fantasy person. So, um, except for Molinari, well, Tommy, he's Fleet not in the Tommy Fleetwood has probably played the least. Yeah. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> Yeah, that's that that's that was a rough break. You kind of got screwed with Tommy. I, I did. I definitely. I I had higher hopes for Tommy. Yeah, it's pretty much COVID though. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, didn't play a lot, and he had. A, I think Andy deserves negative eight points from Henrik Stenson. I think he actually deserves it. I think that was one of the most brain dead picks in the league. Well, he has minus seven. No, he missed this cut? week. Oh, he missed the yeah, cut again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that pick, and then if we're being honest, like. I think Kuchar is on his <laughs> is on his final final. I think next was, season. I think next season might be his last season, where he's he brought plays he, for Bridgestone. No, where he sh, where <laughs> he going to Hanma. It might be the last. It might be the last season that he shows up on the broadcast. Well, he started. <laughs> he started the year hot, if I remember right. He had a good. Again, this is a year and some change ago, but I think Kuch was decent. I don't think Was he so. not? I thought he had a win. I mean, it must have been a really dark second half for him to be at negative four points. Yeah, I, I think that's the case, but I, I don't have anything in front. I don't even have a laptop. so <laughs> People can't see us in the podcast, but I'm looking at a picture Dave chose for Kevin Kisner for Clint's team, and it looks like someone like backed into like his pool. <laughs> and then And then he found out that like, it looks more like he backed into someone's pool. <laughs> I tried to pick some to funny pictures. Uh, I may I tried to find one of uh Kepka where he just had a dip in, which I found, which was nice. Um that was one of my priorities. Uh, let's uh let's finish up this this fantasy wrap up by saying who's matched up against each other for this final um, event of the That's right, the head to head. I don't believe any movement happened after this um so it'll be uh jimmy versus ryan God. then it'll be kid versus uh brandon. brandon and then it'll be me and clint again i think it's the exact same thing as it what is. the us open and was i yeah. ran into a brick wall with jimbo in the last one because again he has some big names <laughs> that play well in yeah. majors <laughs> and no points but still Cost me points, and it's gonna. But come you down beat to him it. at the U.S. Open. Yeah, the the first one 
was mm-hmm. where he beat me. Have you? Yeah, you've gotten Jimmy every major. Yeah, yeah. So we're one and one. I think I played against Dave at the U.S. Open, right? I can't remember. I think so. Um, so yeah, those are the matchups. So the same as the U.S. Open. Ando has the bye for the third major in a row, um, which has definitely been it to his advantage, I think. Oh, for sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say Andy's probably going to wrap it up, and we'll get back to you guys on who wins. Second, I mean, the big thing will be just who gets their money back for second place. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a, a showdown. I think, really, it's going to come down to, more than anything, the head-to-head matchups. If one of these guys who literally cannot do well in this knocks off you or I that's negative five points and that covers the difference between us right now yeah so we'll see what happens yeah I need you need Brandon to do really well and I need Jimmy to do really well exactly and I don't feel good about that I Rory has a tendency to be in the conversation at the Masters but I think the Grand Slam tends to have an effect um max helmo kind of speaks for himself a bit um i don't know why i'm bumming about this i'm playing against him i want to do badly <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say yeah this is all good things yeah i do I, i'm scared of jimbo's team to be honest i mean dude you should always be scared of bubba at the masters <laughs> yes like i'm really scared of bubba at the masters yeah like he ruined my 2014. He did it. <laughs> Single-handedly. Single-handedly. I have, that's actually an interesting question for you, Ryan. When I'm not sure how closely you're watching golf too much in 2014, but like you're not a huge Spieth fan, so like, were you rooting for Bubba at the 2014 Masters? I, I can tell you I probably was not really even paying super close attention. The rest, of, a, the rest was, of America was, yeah, was, the whole world was crying was, on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, not a huge Bubba guy. Bubba was actually crying on the outside. Um, so yeah, he was. <laughs> I, I don't know. That was, that was before my golf fandom was fully sure. locked in. Yeah. All right. So I think that nicely wraps up the, uh, the fantasy portion. It was a long fantasy season. Um, people didn't really care about it. I would assume, but <laughs> so I'm glad I, we did I, 30 minutes on it. I, I like talking about it on the, on the league just cause, they chime they'll listen and i get to just talk shit yeah yeah uh, we had a good segment ripping on jimbo so that's good he'll <laughs> he'll respond to that um but yeah well it'll be interesting the the biggest thing about this is that this is supposed to finish around august normally and we have like a nice off season before it starts up again we're starting fantasy back up in like five weeks Jeez. like so it, it'll be interesting but i'm weirdly enough i'm like really excited for the century tournament of champions I I also really like just drafting in any fantasy league in general, so I always look forward to that. And we get but, to see kids' power rankings again coming up soon in five weeks, so get excited about that. I'm yeah. going to start working on it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm excited for the draft too. I think uh, the only unfortunate thing is that we actually got a trophy for the league, and I'm going to have to get it engraved with Andy's stuff most likely, and... You know, he's not going to have it for very long, though. I mean, I guess he gets to keep it for next season, but... Yeah, yeah. he'll have have it for a full calendar year. year. Or a little under a year. Slightly under, yeah. I mean, he'll have it till next draft, so he'll have it... Oh, he gets to keep it through the season until somebody else takes it. Yeah, he'll have it for a year. Yeah. 
He just won't get it. He would have well, been. The season it, will end earlier next year. Yeah, but you don't get it till the Hopefully. next draft. Yeah, which is oh true. And so, true. but the only thing is, he because he was the first person to win it because this is the this is the first year we have a trophy, but uh, <laughs> um, he he would have had it for a year and a half yeah. if he was the first. But he gets to be the first winner, which is pretty dope. That's kind of nice. That's kind of a big first deal. Name it's, forever. It's pretty. It's pretty wild considering it's how big of a deal this league is. <laughs> <laughs> like people are beating on our door to get into this league. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe what our group chat looks like. You it's, definitely would not <laughs> believe it. Like I'm sure someone who left the group chat is like really kicking themselves for leaving that group chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is too much inside baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so do we want to go to the bottom of the list and each pick out a guy? Yeah, let's we'll you got to keep dollar. it you got to keep it over 15,000. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> you got to keep you got to keep it over I mean, actually, it, you should have to keep it over 17,000 because Leishman is the obvious pick Leishman at 16,000. So anything over Leishman. <laughs> I don't have Leishman at 16,000. I don't even see him. Leishman's at 15,000 15. now. Just in those last 10 minutes, he's been bought no, down. where are you looking at ranking? Bovada. I'm looking at Vegas Insider. The only place where we can actually place our $1 bet <laughs> that we're talking about. I was just going off of the aggregators, dude. Yeah. Give me a second, then. The, I mean, you don't have... I mean, it's going to be similar regardless. Is that VJ at plus 100? Not a bad pick. I don't hate it. It's a bad pick. Uh, That's value, have, bro. What about what you're just talking about him? What about Max Homa at plus forty thousand? <laughs> the homie. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk bad on him. It's not fair. Uh, I mean, he's got the skill set to win. I've watched a major money. with Max Homa. Okay, I've watched it with him. <laughs> what? They had a live stream. Say, this is like a podcaster the, or something. No, he he had the, the one of the fun things that him and uh, Shane Bacon did is they have like these streams like during the beginning of quarantine where like they would sit down and watch an old U.S. Open or something like oh, that. That's actually sick. And then they had like a chat room and everyone was hanging out in there and you would just chat with them and they're good guys. And that's so right. you got to sit down and virtually watch a major with mm. them. And you know what? You did it. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> he was great on Rosillo. I was impressed with that. He's a really charismatic guy. It's hard not well, to there root is for him. A, We do have a major. We have a Masters winner in Dal- Danny Willett that you could take if you wanted. I wouldn't ever do it. But I you think could you should. It. I think you should spend a thousand words to explain to us what your feelings on Danny Willett. I don't need a thousand. Don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well, I can't get it to come up on Bovada for me. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Press guys. sports. And then you go to the search thing and type in the Masters. No, there's a link that says the Masters 2020 hyphen Bovada on Google. And whenever I click it, where it's like sports, golf, golf futures, it. Uh, you could also just keep your Vegas Insider. It's too late, dude. Anyways, <laughs> I, I think I'm leaning towards. Oh, I just saw Graham McDowell, <laughs> which, you know, he is a major champ. Oh, man, you know whose All name right. is under that is Lucas Glover. You cost me the Survivor League, Lucas. <laughs> the postman, JT Poston. I don't hate that at 30000 Yeah. What about Yucks and Lynn? No comments on Yucks and Lynn? <laughs> no, none. <laughs> um, I mean, 
I think we should be forced to bet a dollar on someone who's in this category. And uh, I think the, the fair choice here is... Uh, wow, your boy Gary Woodland is plus 10,000. Oh, I will have action on that. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. <laughs> My boy Gerdog, plus 10,000. I like it. Uh, it's actually kind of a shame that we didn't fucking zoom clint because with <laughs> his new his new acquired bovada uh, account we, we don't have the time or the energy <laughs> yeah. for what would go down wait with that minute. wait a minute no, but he does have three hundred dollars in that account burning a hole in his pocket <laughs> with the masters coming up yeah dude vegas insider is a fucking joke because gary woodland isn't even on here what yeah disrespect to my kansas city man are we sure he's playing this year <laughs> But I would assume so. Why can I not? I I, I definitely I'm taking Gary Woodland at plus ten thousand. I'll give you that as your one dollar if you want it. Well, I'm wait, gonna... what to ten thousand? <laughs> yeah. I, I think the threshold should be fifteen. Okay, but I like I said there there will I be. I think money he is he is being disrespected at that number, but the dude's a major champion. Yeah, I think they're kind of like, hey, you don't have a short game. Did you not see him take a 60-degree wedge off of the green at Pebble? That's a short game. Yeah, okay. I'm on Bovada now. I've got it. <laughs> I've got it going. It, yeah. I, if I'm being honest, like it's kind of disrespect to see that Sandy Lyle's all the way down there. I oh, mean, I know who I'm going for it with. Jazz, do you want to know? No, I mean, I'm, do Nailed you want that. me to say I, I've, yeah, go I've lo- got it locked in? <laughs> Watch your pick. <laughs> All right. I'm locked in. The fucking site's right on him, and I'm going with Chez. Okay. Ooh. I mean, okay. I mean, all right. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Chez is at plus 25,000. We're saying Leishman's off limits, right? Yeah, I, mean, I guess Leishman is the, well... Yeah, I mean, this is the Mark Leishman pick. So maybe we each put a dollar on Leishman for $3 <laughs> that we can split and then make our picks beyond that. Sure. Um, I think... Yeah, I think I think Leishman's the obvious pick at, at, at these numbers, so... It's definitely the fair one. I mean, we have another Masters winner in here as well with Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson, that's who I was actually looking at. I mean, yeah, I but we I w- all I wouldn't know respect that. you if you'd made that pick. <laughs> Actually, it might be a decent Masters to pick Zach Johnson because it's in November, and he won when it was notoriously cold and laid up on the par fives. Everybody heard that, and yeah, you know, pick him. Yeah, I mean, the only real problem with that is that Bryson exists now. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a point. Hey, he could still birdie every fu- every fucking par five that way. I don't think that you par- think, you I don't think, think par fives. Exi- I don't think. Well, no, he won't be birdieing the par fives. He's gonna be eagling them. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe if he can get in the right spots. I mean, he. he his, 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 well, let's just not go into. Yeah, Bryson I was gonna say, <laughs> we, we're gonna do a whole Bryson yeah. thing. I assume, but I'm taking Zach Johnson. We're doing it. I'm locking it in. Boom! I like I like the pick. I do. There's also that's at fifteen. There's another Masters winner in there too. It's it's notable to this to say my odds are ten thousand higher than yours. 
So you will make more. You money are on the on threshold of what we even picked. I mean, like, I, I, and by a master's winner, I mean like a, a recent one. I mean, you can't be like, oh, burn hard longer. Like we, <laughs> we, we know that you. That's not what we mean when we say master's winner. He buried the last four holes in a row to win the masters. Schwartz daddy. Yep. Mm. Charles Schwartzel. Um. So you guys, you picked Zach Johnson, Zach Johnson, which I don't respect, That's and then fine. you picked Chez, which I absolutely respect. <laughs> I see where we stand. It's fine. So now I feel like I gotta find myself in between this middle area between you twos. With I don't respect it. Whatever you pick, not a respectful pick like Dave's, and not a disrespectful pick like Ryan's, but something you know. Somewhere along those middle lines, and this is me vamping because I haven't chosen yet. <laughs> um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a pick that's a bit more ambitious than y'all's, and uh, I'm going to go with the guy, He's Andrew standing. Landry. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. you share a first name? No, it's because we share a last name. Uh-huh. It's because we're Eskimo brothers. <laughs> wow. That's the one that's most likely to be true. I mean, he's a member at Spanish. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the most likely one to be true was that you both have the first name Andrew. Yeah. That was absolutely true. <laughs> what? What if it's his middle name? I asked if you picked him because you have the same first name. No, but I was saying he's most likely he's like, the one. Actually, we're 100 percent Eskimo brothers as well. <laughs> he's like just saying. I was just saying he's most likely to be the one on this list that we're Eskimo brothers because he's from he lives in this area. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were doubting. But I'm that also you pretty sure he has a kid and has a wife, and I don't think I've fucked his wife before. Who knows wow. who else he's fucked that you have as well. <laughs> Anyways, that's gone on a yeah. weird rabbit hole. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk point. about my love life. <laughs> Welcome back to Love Line with a kid. <laughs> no, I'm going with Andrew Landry. I'm locking it in. I trust the locking guy. I got you locked he's got in. A, he's got a win this season. I think that was this year. It's been so long. Yeah. But I think he won the second event or the third event of the season in uh Should I lock this in now for us? Can I just say we're absolutely stealing the lock it in segment from another <laughs> popular TV show on ESPN? Are we? Yeah. I don't watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golik and Wingo do lock it in That's every pretty, week. I'm pretty <laughs> serious about that, too. Yeah. Because um, I have no idea what show you're talking about. It's really or bad do ESPN I. talk show. I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> Dave just the did reason, a joke that only the, I could get. <laughs> I mean, the reason why uh, I didn't choose Andrew Landry because we shared first names because I actually legally changed my name to Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> So uh, we're ripping off the locket in, and I'm ripping off the the host name from. I mean, how? how I mean, we're not like calling this like a locket in segment or anything. Uh, we I just, just said locket lock in like eleven times. <laughs> I mean, we are now. Listen we to the music. <laughs> Brought to you by Me Undies. Whoa! No free ads. No free ads. Actually, that one is. Is <laughs> big fan of their product. Yeah, wearing them right now. What is uh, the Spider Man? Everyone gets one. <laughs> Oh, man. So, Andrew Landry, uh, Zach Johnson, Zach Johnson and, Chez. and Chez. And you already booked them on Bovada. We got those locked I in. Yeah, but I can, got, I got, I've got it logged for. And then we need lot. three on Leishman. I think that's fair. Um, oh, yeah. 
This is absolutely the master's content. And then 5,000 on Bryson. It's fascinating. (laughs) Those are actually, that's probably bad value at this point. If I had to guess on Bryson. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, plus 800. That's eight, eight to one. Yeah. That's actually like not as favored odds as like Brooks had at the masters last year. It's gotta be pretty close. All right. So we got that out of the way. Who should we like actually say are like who we're thinking? I think we let's just address the elephant in the room, and he's not actually in this room, and but he's close to the size of an elephant. We're talking about Bryson. Okay, yeah, we can. I think we need to because he is favored. He is the favored guy. I think it's disrespectful not to begin with him. I think for the at the very least, as a golfer, he deserves to be the guy that you talk about first. We did it with Brooks for a while, where it's like, look, it's not a tournament unless Brooks is there, and. I think it's not a real tournament if Bryson isn't there right now. Like, it's not a real, like, big deal tournament if he's not there. Especially as far as the media is concerned. Like, when Bryson is there, people are talking way more. Yeah, and he's just really fucking good. Okay, (laughs) touche. Like, yeah. And he, you either you you like him or you don't, he always brings some sort of content. Yeah, I mean, that's not what I like about him. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. So you you are on the don't like it side. <laughs> no, I I'm not saying I don't like him, which I don't. But I'm not. Saying, I, I, I I I'm not saying that's the reason. I I don't like him generating content. I was like I I don't. Yeah, but he that's brings not the, pl- the content in in Ryan's point. But that's like, not why that. I'm excited about Bryson. Why I'm excited about Bryson is for him to possibly fix golf. <laughs> <laughs> If, okay, well, we can go into that. I was just bringing up another thing, you know? Yeah. I think if Bryson embarrasses Augusta, like Tiger embarrassed Augusta in 97, there's a chance that they roll back the ball for their tournament, which I think is all it takes. All it takes. So it becomes less a conversation I mean, about Bryson. Especially if they did it, like if he tore it up and then they did it in the next tournament in April, like uh, just like, like that quick of a turnaround? Yeah. yeah. That'd be wild. Yeah, that would be really wild. I would love it. I think it would yeah. might require him to tear up Augusta this time around, and then they extend out that T box that they had been, people have been talking about. Right. And then he still destroys it. Then you're sort of like But that's still just one hole. Like Yeah, but that's also them being like, We gotta just keep buying land and we yeah. gotta keep pushing things back. <laughs> Start selling houses. And then folks. Bryson's like, Bro, I'm just gonna go to my forty inch eight inch driver. I'm gonna put on like ten more pounds. I'm gonna get over that corner like I said I would. <laughs> and then Kevin Noss and they're like, What the fuck, guys? <laughs> Wait, Bryson said he would get over the corner still with the extended T box? No, he didn't say that specifically. Oh, I was like, What? <laughs> that is a You're bold like, this statement. Is great content. <laughs> yeah. He's, they're like, oh yeah. They're like, so Bryson, uh, what what are your plans when they do decide to st- extend the hole? He's like, yeah, I'm still gonna carry the corner. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm like, gonna swing okay. harder. Yeah. <laughs> what I yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want to get too much into conversation and abstraction this early on about how like at the end of the day this doesn't help anyone besides Bryson. But it the, at the end of the day, Bryson is playing the most compelling golf for Augusta right now. Like if we were at, you know, Royal St. George for the, for the open and we got to go to it this year, I wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm worried about Bryson. Like I just wouldn't be. Um, but I am for Augusta. Augusta is a place that can be vulnerable to distance and Bryson. Bryson has the tools to be able to pull it off. I don't know if I would say, 
that's who I'd pick if you like had a gun to my head. But I think it's ridiculous not to consider it. No question. And it, it'll be a matter of, I think, if he's putting the ball. That's what it's going to come down to. You know, if, if the putter's working, I think he's got a really, really good chance. And if he doesn't, then it kind of brings him back into the pack with some of the other guys that we think have a good shot. But it'll be really interesting to see what he does. It's there is something needed. to be said that they don't have greens books. Or, yeah. 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 Um, but and he, you can he, go he, out there and draw your own green in your book and kind of do it from there on your own. So, Which I'm sure Bryson will do. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a goddamn stencil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, he probably has been looking at the fucking... He probably has old greens books, too, that are in the past that he's made that he can go off of as yeah. well. So this isn't his first time playing there. So, See, my guess is that he's probably paid a hefty sum to Google to do some deep... <laughs> Google Earth mapping from via satellite has had it 3D printed and he has a three dimensional book. That also, he like around. he's partnered with DraftKings now, so he's big in the gambling. Does scene. he make calls about the bets before the week where he's like, I put he $10,000 down on myself? <laughs> <laughs> what if like he had like a, a ad with DraftKings and did that? Just they're like, so we want, want to hear your what who you think might have a good shot this week. He's like, well, Nobody. I I have a good shot, but nobody else. Like, it, they've missed an opportunity if they don't also get Brooks on this campaign. There's some serious <laughs> marketing that can be done yeah. with Bryson and Brooks. Turn the PGA into the WWE. You just put them at a table like this. No, like, you Brooks know who right needs here. it. It uh, he's with DraftKings. FanDuel needs to get Brooks. That's you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Let's make that happen. FanDuel. One side of the table, Brooks. One side of the table, Bryson. FanDuel. Branded that side, DraftKings branded this side, and they're back and forth just saying, No, I'll win. No, I'll win. No, I'll win. <laughs> and then I'll win. Dana White shows up and tells him to quit like, talking or something. <laughs> yeah. Quit I'll... talking and fucking fight. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's actually not what we do, <laughs> sir. Um. um you know what? I think if Bryson was the true kind of spokesman for DraftKings, he would tell them the parlay that's the best route, which would be have me for first round leader, second round leader, third round leader, and then winner of the event. That would be your parlay. Should Jesus. we do that parlay as well? I'm out on that parlay. I don't think we can do that parlay. You definitely yeah, we can. can. Can we? Yeah. <laughs> Technology's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they, they like anything, free money, any, man. Any, yeah, anything you <laughs> can think of, you can parlay that they, shit, bro. Dude, they lo- parlays are the booking house's favorite. That is bad it's odds. Also okay, I've got a parlay for win. them. i got a parlay for them. I have Jason Day pulling out the first round. I have... Phil Mickelson showing up on the broadcast doing CBD oil through a turkey baster on the second <laughs> round. While drinking coffee and making weird acronyms. Uh, that bet might be hard to find. I have, Kira- <laughs> I have Kiriduk Appybarmat, who isn't even in the event this year, showing up falling down a set of stairs on Saturday. That's on the broadcast. And then Sunday, <laughs> and then I, on Sunday, I have Xander Shoffley winning in a playoff against Bryson, and then Bryson has to pull out because he snaps his back. <laughs> on the playoff hole, and he can't finish. That back is sturdy. You'd have some good, like, huge odds. You could like get one odds. One dollar <laughs> wins one million dollars. <laughs> and you would lose a dollar. I'm yeah. putting a grand on that, and I want a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be waiting. <laughs> That's quite the parlay, man. So I wanted to ask you guys about, did you all see Tiger's comments about Bryson with distance? Um, I don't think I have, no. And I'm completely paraphrasing here, but he basically said, 
like this has been a problem for a very long time as if to say like, Hey, you guys remember 20 years ago when I put on a ton of muscle and hit the ball way further than everybody. Yeah. It seemed like he was calling himself into the conversation a little bit, but sounds about interesting. Right. I mean, the clock's ticking down on this. Like they've something's got to happen or they at least have to say, so, they, they, they have to be definitive. It's not like, oh, we're investigating, we're looking into it, we've done a report, like this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think the change that needs to happen. Or they come out and they just say, like, we're not changing a damn thing. Like, <laughs> we're actually, done. I would Mic be, drop. <laughs> I would honestly be fine with them just saying you can't progress the ball anymore and you can't progress drivers anymore. And that's that's that. I get that the companies will be like, well, then how are we going to market our shit, man? You're like, well, they lose them all the time, so you're going to have people buying them. Don't worry about it. Yeah, for the balls for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, they already said that with drivers. Drivers can't. Yeah, the like, CRR. Yeah. I mean, there's other ways that you can get driver head speed. But the, I mean, really, like drivers, like they aren't like once they said no more CCs, like they haven't really gotten much better. Are uh, you trying to tell me that Ping's Dragonfly technology? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that the twist face isn't working? <laughs> this is absurd. No, I mean, look, they just need to be clear about it. And I think this dancing around because I'll stop complaining about it. If you just tell me that golf for the rest of time will not change the equipment and just get used to it. Like if they say that, then I'll stop fucking complaining. But just knowing, I mean, I would be pissed about it, but I'm not going to bring up every fucking week. Like, man, if they just rolled the ball back, (laughs) like... (laughs) I just can't, it would just be, it would just kill me on the inside if I had to keep thinking about it. But the fact that I like, it's something important that you should talk about and it's possible to change it, then I'm going to keep bringing it up because I think it's possible that we could roll it back. It could be in a better place with golf for both recreation and pro and getting back to classic courses. But if this is where we're at and we're stuck here, then, you know, Ova St. Andrews, Ova, like all these other amazing courses where it's just like, all right. Uh, I'd also did to speak French to a, a I, Scottish course. I was going to say, I was like, oh, wow, was an interesting move there. <laughs> but it's Scottish, so just be like, bah! <laughs> That was not Scottish either. That was actually the sheeps in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, this obviously wouldn't apply to like St. Andrews and stuff, but the Parkland courses in the U.S. that they do play now, I think it's a I think it, it it's a decent idea and people have brought it up from shit I've listened to um if you made you know the the landing area and the fairways further down narrower but farther back towards the tee or wider you know like just yeah. adding a little more difficulty for you know the further hitters I like mean other it, courses have done that so far yeah. but the thing is that as we saw from Wingfoot it doesn't matter if they're not in the fairway yeah. if they're close enough they're close enough yeah like when you have fairways that are 20 yards wide, no one's hitting them. And so well, you want to be Bryson, why... who's 100 yards from the green, hitting from the rough? Or do you want to be, you know, Matthew Fitzpatrick, who's 150 yards from the green and hitting from rough? Well, that's why they have to <laughs> can't even get through it. <laughs> that's why they got to plant corn <laughs> on the fucking in the rough. Yes. I love it. So you fucking, you got to hit the fairway. Otherwise, you're in corn. I and think it limits where we can have golf tournaments if I were to take this just a little seriously. <laughs> don't do that. Just don't <laughs> take that seriously. So l- let's dive in. Do you guys think Bryson is the actual favorite? Is he your favorite pick? 
No, I told Mine is John Rom. (laughs) That's my favorite. I I hope that you were correct. I I think for content purposes and like what we like, I won't say John Rom, but since the beginning of the year, we had said that we thought John Rom was the right pick for the Masters. And I think it's impressive the fact that we all probably still feel the same way. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and stick with my convictions. I'm going to say Xander Shoffley is going to win the Masters. I think that's a, a really good pick. I think he's definitely in that. I'm mix. also drinking the Xander Shoffley Kool-Aid at yeah. this point, and he's had great opportunities in it, been in contention, but he just doesn't He doesn't finish it off. Yeah. I think I, uh, I'm i definitely putting money on Rom to win. I think I'm going to put money on three people to win and a, a few top tens as well. Okay, I got a qu- question for you guys. Your three favorite storylines that could come out of this year's Masters. Oh, easy. First one for me is Jordan winning. Besides Ricky winning. I gave you three options. So, so that, we have two. Got, we got two of them. Obviously, of course, I want Ricky to win and get his first major. That was going. Holy shit. Go, I forgot it was going to be his first major. Gone without yeah. saying. Go, goes without saying. That's just. Everyone knows that, but besides that, it would be Jordan winning the uh, the Masters and uh, just 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 winning another tournament for one, and then getting another major and another Masters would be sick. And it also would add a curveball like he might also play shit for the rest of the year until the next Masters, which would be fine in my <laughs> eyes too. Well, it's not that far away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably reasonably probably only gonna play like maybe four, four more times before the next masters that i don't know that's probably not true but who knows um tiger winning I, is a storyline that i would love to see before tiger before I, before i jump into your storylines i do uh, want to real, real quick we also haven't really brought up that it is in november and the conditions are going to be i mean we did a little bit with the zach johnson talk but the conditions are going to going to be different it's going to be colder like do we think that makes a difference for what we've been saying about Bryson? And obviously everyone's going to play in the same conditions and distance is going to matter regardless of the temperature and stuff. But, uh, I mean, do we think the greens are going to play different? Do we think the rough is going to be, I mean, they it, there isn't rough. So I don't know why I said that, but, um, yeah, I mean, do we think it's going to really play much differently or not really? Um, it'll probably play a little bit differently. It's going to be a bit crisper out. I think that doesn't bode well for the cat. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to be different enough for, I think someone is completely different would be winning it. Like, I don't think it's going to be so different that like, you know, this is the year where not to disparage David, like Chaz Reeves taking it this year <laughs> because of these conditions. Like, I, I think you're going to see the same guys kind of thriving in this. It's not as different from the looks of it, from all the aerial imagery and what we've seen leading up to it. Like it's still kind of the green lush place that we kind of came I think to it's expect. Gonna, I think so. I think where it's going to make the biggest difference is aesthetically. Like the trees are going to have the autumn colors and stuff like that. Like it'll look different aesthetically, but I don't think the course is going to play a ton different. It might be wet. Like yeah, it might yeah. be a little wet. Um, but that to me just once again, favors the longer guys. So mm-hmm. Bryson and people who just don't play a ball that runs out. Right. I heard something that like in the Bryson landing zones, they might fucking water it down. So he Did doesn't hear get the rollout. I can't say for sure. It's the same corners of the plant that Dave runs around for other conspiracy theories. He just like, <laughs> this is guys, also where they're you, planting you guys, corn. You, <laughs> you guys got any golf related ones? I'd love to come back with these. Like, yeah, we have some stuff about Augusta watering lanes on Twitter Bryson. It's like, 
Perfect. Or go back to the podcast. With <laughs> I that. was going to say, let's get back to nine eleven. We have more conspiracies. Well, one, I don't want to. I don't want to put out any other people and have it potentially be wrong, like that. It didn't come from them. No, I feel you. It definitely came from some golf media people. Well, I think it's time to air them out. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. That would be interesting because he is in a different kind of landing zone than most people. Like. There are a few guys that can get it out there with them, but you know the big the benefit of Bryson here versus someone who can get it out just as far as him, who's like Cameron Champ or Matthew Wolf or Rory to a degree. Like Cameron Champ's ball flight doesn't work for Augusta; right. he plays too low of a ball. Yeah, he's not going to get it over the trees that he needs to. Yeah, um, not to say he couldn't get it up; he's a professional golfer; he could figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> but you know, Matthew Wolf will. I think he's going to struggle with I think he's going to struggle with Augusta. It's his first time playing it. I think that's a big deal. Oh, for like, sure. Th- the thing is, is that he's played really well at a lot of these majors, but like you hear everywhere, you don't read greens at Augusta. You learn them, and then you putt to what you remember from your memory. And if you've never played it before, I don't know how much that's going to be a, a detraction on the greens. Um, so I'm not super bullish on on matthew wolf sure he could he could finish well though yeah maybe not win but yeah i think i think he's making the cut okay i mean we're <laughs> that's, talking that's now our bar for finish well <laughs> <laughs> and we're also we're also talking about a major tournament that has like 90 people in the field yeah and a large portion of that people are sandy lyle lucas michael larry mize <laughs> you know, Fred couples, like you have a bunch of guys that wouldn't be qualifying for other majors to play in them, but because it's the masters, you have a limited field kind of more or less like guys that would, didn't have a chance to begin with. I'm going to be honest. I think the $3 on Mark Leishan is a waste. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. We're backtracking. He's not in only a bad that, but he's also in in, on right Dave's now. team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and, not only that, but he had an entire season to decide whether or not he wanted to choose him for his team, to, or a half of a season. He, he chose him mid-season. He's like, I've seen what I need to see he, from Leach. He had just he had just won. He won earlier in the season. He was he's like Homa he with uh, the after COVID playing like shit. I get it, but my point is like, dude, if he was doing that well not too long ago, like, what's to say he doesn't turn on after this other short break that he had just taken? The all the tournaments since COVID. <laughs> but he just took another long break. Didn't he just take a break for like a month or like... Listen, we're going to put the $3 on Mark Leishman. I'm just getting it How about no, right no, now. no. Put $2 on Mark Leishman. If he wins, me and, me and, me and Ryan will split <laughs> it. Well, no, if it's going on, it's going to be bet through my account, so I'm getting... Oh, no, don't even place it then. We'll, put, yeah. we'll take care of it. I got it. Yeah, he's it's got fine. it. Okay, he's got it. That's fine. I'm in on that. So $2. Oh, oh, he's... No, I'm in on y'all doing your own thing with Mark Leishman. Okay, yeah. done. Well, that's not what people think when you say, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in on no, being out I, I and was, you guys being in on your thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's what I meant. I said I'm. Yeah. You said that, and then I said I'm in on that. <laughs> Fair enough. Sick. <laughs> so I, I do have another thing that I wanted to ask all about. We're talking about all these guys bombing. What do you guys think about the bombers with no fans? Like, is that going to affect thing with the ball spraying everywhere? They don't have the meat shields for it to bounce off, and they don't have the stomp down. Obviously, there's no rough there. But do you think that'll play? 
any effect at all? I mean, ju- no more or less than let's not. Do that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> D- didn't mean to go on a total tangent. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> kids rubbing his beard on the goddamn microphone. I thought you were saying let's not talk about the no. thing. You said. No. Okay, Ryan, thanks for bringing ideas to the podcast. Don't do that. <laughs> No, um, I think it'll be similar to the rest of the tournaments. Like, of course, there are going to be a few more lost balls because because of it potentially. But uh, I I don't for I, I don't I don't know I don't know if it'll make a huge difference. Well, and they also they always talk about you hearing the roars on the back nine. You can hear the crowds. You know mm-hmm. things are going. There's not going to be any of that. It's the only be- substantial argument I've the- heard for people that benefit from no fans are people that aren't used to high pressure moments. So things like did would Morikawa win without fan with fans at the PGA? I think he probably still would have, but yeah. I think that's the only valid argument I've been like, if people haven't had the pressure of people like rooting for them or right. yelling at them or anything like that, like feeling the amplification of it, like then I it's mean, a Augusta could literally at the beginning of this week say that there's fans. I, I, if Georgia would allow it because they've had, they had fans at the Houston open and they also had fans at, uh, in, uh, in Bermuda. Like they've been having fans. The so. difference is though is that Augusta is a global like attendance thing. So people buy and get their tickets way ahead of time. Right. And so like if you were to do it right now, the majority of the people that are going to the Masters aren't from Augusta, Georgia or yeah. Atlanta, Georgia. So they're traveling all over the place. I don't I don't think they're gonna there's yeah. no way they're I mean they that. could though. They could be like, Hey, we're Hey suckers, we're gonna yeah. actually you're yeah. gonna actually have to first come, first serve. Whoever <laughs> shows up, you get to go to Augusta. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, we're opening the gates for X amount of people and well, you know, they also already it would sold. sell out. I yeah. guarantee you. Oh, I know, sure. but I think it's more people are going to be pissed. Like, look, man, like I had a ticket to this Masters and then you refunded me and didn't give it to back. And now you're saying that, like, you're having the Masters now and I can't go. to it. Well, and they <laughs> sold all the pimento cheese. It's already going home delivery. So yeah. I don't know what they do about that. That would be a problem. I also I want that. Uh, if there's a way somebody can hook it up. Have y'all seen that the home yeah, delivery yeah, deal? Yeah. They have to have uh, yeah, tickets, ticket. or they had yeah. to have had. So, tickets. if anybody has tickets out there and you want to sell me your pimento cheese, I'm in. Hit us up. This is the sixth year in a row where I haven't won the lottery for a ticket. <laughs> this is my second year in a row not winning the same lottery. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah. I don't play in the lottery. <laughs> the lottery is a tax on stupid people. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring this up a bit earlier and because we kind of great glossed over it because you were talking about your three storylines that you yeah, want to yeah. see coming out of this. You didn't name a third one. We'll get to that. But one of them is Ricky Fowler winning. And I just want like a quick, like five minutes. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And well, secondly, like, how do you feel about what the fuck is going on? I mean, uh, I haven't been going like I've, well, mentally i'm always going hard for rick but are you though like are you actually like mentally like all right this is the week for rick this is it or are you just kind of like waiting for him to show up well yeah i'm waiting for him to show up for sure but he has he's not even giving me a chance to be like let's go rick like it's like he's never on the broadcast like he is struggling to get in contention or anything like that so and honestly hasn't been playing that much either so um you know it's not that I am cheering any less hard for them. I, I for him, like if he's in contention, in contention, he's always the guy I'm rooting for the most. But uh, 
Yeah, for one, I hate that he changed his putter shaft. I don't think that was necessary. He was a good putter with his other shaft. I mean, I'm sure he has reasoning for it, but I think it's garbage. Um, also, he's going through a swing change. Um, I also don't like that you're changing the shaft in your putter and also trying to make a swing change. Like, let's, you know, do one thing at a time. Um, it's a lot to change at once. Like, hey, your putting's also going to be different and you're going through a swing change. Like, it probably would be nice to at least have your putter to rely on when you're going through a swing change. Um, you can make the argument that, like, hey, let's fix it all right now and just get used to it and then we'll be good to go later. There's that argument. I don't buy into that. I would have rather had him do one at a time if you're going to do it. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's had, you know, some spurts of decent play throughout this year, but nothing to write home about. Um, but it is Augusta, and he has played well here in the past. And out of all the majors that are played here and the the Open tournaments are where I think he would, you know, have his best shot at, shot at winning a major. And uh, it's Augusta, so we'll see. Does he deserve to win it? Absolutely. Even with his recent form, like he wouldn't. I mean, call with it, his what, with his career and how he's played in the past and just overall thing, I definitely think he deserves a major. And if he gets it this year, I don't care if he's had a bad year. He obviously found something at the tournament this week, and it wouldn't be fluky to you. No. Where do you think he is in like the tier of players right now? Like, what do you think is a fair like ranking of him? I mean, it, it, you could like say the same thing about. I mean, never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. Anyways, in tiers of player, like uh, he, I, I, I don't think it's, I, I, I don't know, I don't think it's fair. He's working through a swing change. Like it's like taking someone who's a good golf. He, he's, he's obviously he felt in. Obviously, I don't know for sure, but to me, it seems like he felt like he maybe may have reached a plateau with how he was playing before. Like he had stroke or periods of time where he was playing really, really well and. I don't know. He's trying to. I think he's trying to go and fi- find something to where he can get a, that that extra little bit to where he it can help him win a major or who knows. He he's searching. He's out there searching. Can I ask a question for you mostly, Dave? Sure. No. <laughs> Thank you, kid. That's why I asked Dave. Is Ricky Fowler the Baker Mayfield of golf? He's not yes. that good, but he as a guy a who doesn't watch football, yes. Um. I don't see the correlation. Maybe that you do. They both do shitty commercials. They yes. both rock a mustache sometimes. Yeah, um, both rock mustaches. Both do lots of commercials. <laughs> both play fine, but not great. I would say that Ricky Fowler is much more accomplished than Baker Mayfield um, in his said sport. Um, he has wins. <laughs> um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield doesn't have many of those to his name. Heisman Trophy, National um, Championship. Yeah, those are all on, not on the professional yeah, level. As an amateur, I'm just. I, it, it just occurred to me as we're talking about Ricky. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they I think both the wear orange a lot as a Cleveland Brown. I mean, it's the, I would the parallels. Say of every- one, one is one is he choose to wear orange. The other is forced into it. So. <laughs> And I kind of respect the guy who's forced to wear orange versus the guy who voluntarily chooses. Right? To He's like, hey, man, it's not hey, my you, fault. You I don't just... know Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so that's, you might not even Sorry. like the guy. Uh, uh, yeah. Would you say it's fair, and this is going to be way off topic, and it might start the wrong chance. More off topic than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> well, it, it stays on that. But, like, I mean, 
I don't know football well enough to say this, but wouldn't you kind of say that like every season that you start as a starting quarterback in the NFL is pretty much like winning a golf tournament in a sense that like there's hundreds of golfers every year. And like, you have to stay on the top of your game to be the starting quarterback for an NFL team. Like that's kind of an accomplishment in and of itself. Yeah, but there isn't yeah. really minor leagues to football. Like you can say the XFL, XFL baby. That's yeah. not even, that's like not even college football. No. That's like, it, that's like washed up people. But it's also to be starting in the NFL. You have to be one of the top 32 quarterbacks. And you have country. bunches of backups yeah, too. You like can you can get knocked down from your golf. pedestal. There's fucking corn Ferry. There's mini tours. These are all professional golfers. These, yeah. We're talking about the PGA tour. We're not talking talking about professional golf we're talking about the cream of the crop the right. fucking part that rises to the top yeah that's so, what cream of the crop means <laughs> so i mean it, it, and he's definitely much more accomplished than baker no you're, you're not wrong that is definitely true i just I, I was I, seeing and he some can connections. shoot it he can hit it both ways that baker wasn't even what i was saying i was just saying wouldn't ba- you kind of say that like being a starting quarterback at each season is kind of like winning a golf tournament like with how I, many people are competitively trying to become the the starting starting quarterback of a team I would say being a starting quarterback is pretty much the equivalent of being in the top 30. So maybe making the second round of the FedEx Cup event. You know, no, like, that's the very last FedEx Cup event is the top 30. top 30. So making that event then would be closer in a comparison to me. That gets you, I know, that I know, gets you I know, the exact I'm same exemptions you. as getting a win on tour. Yeah, It actually gets you into more things than a win on tour can sometimes. That's also just purely math. Based and probably not necessarily a fair talent. This is comparison. a weird comparison, and we're going. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to find a way where you can actually compare like a football QB with. You I can't. don't think you can. Yeah, you can't. <clears throat> but you, was, you were you weren't very far off in my opinion. Okay. Anyway, okay. that was a tangent that I did not mean to start. Uh, it's all good. Do you have a third storyline in mind, Dave? Um. So I had the Spieth and the Ricky one. Um. And a third storyline would probably be Bryson. I was gonna say Bryson that you want to see, or just an interesting one. I mean, I I mean, sure, I want to see it. Or I mean, I actually would rather see Rom win than Bryson. But storyline wise, yeah. I think Bryson might be a, a funner storyline. I want the uh, we don't get we more, haven't documented this on fun. the podcast, but Dave has completely flipped back to being a Bryson supporter again <laughs> after he was just like shru- wishy washy. Yeah, he has no grievances with just being like, love that guy, fuck that guy. There was a no, minute I'm down there with this guy again. <laughs> took an eight on the par five, and his ball was up against a fence. Berates rules of uh, berates rules officials, berates yeah. cameramen, destroys Listen, I'm bunkers. I'm not fully back in on Bryson, but uh, I still got a soft kinda, spot for kinda, him. Kind of fucks around the gray gray area of cheating like the the guy is as scummy as it gets but the biggest thing is that he's in a position right now where he could change the future of golf and i am willing to take another bullet of him winning a major if it means that we fucking end up rolling back equipment no, that's the the best storyline is bryson breaks golf he, bryson that, wins this by 10 and just mutilates augusta which would be heartbreaking but that would be the most exciting storyline. I love it. Yeah. I, I it want be... people to get knocked down a peg because they're fucking such diehards for fucking Augusta. And I've been, I've said this on the, on the podcast. Augusta isn't the best major. It's not. Get... I mean, it, it, you, you know, this is all opinion based. Like you obviously. Objectively. Like <laughs> yeah. So 
Elaborate on that because the uh, world gets the more excited about Augusta. Say the like Augusta's my buddies major. who don't watch you guys golf are all a susceptible to marketing is what that is. Yes. No, I fucking no, love Augusta. when that song comes when, on when I hear Jim Nance rolls, say "Hello, friends," my dick not, gets hard. Yes, like, that's weird for you to say that <laughs> because I, I could that's... do without Jim Nance for sure. I like I don't mind him, but like it's mm. Augusta is not. G- Jim Nance at Augusta like isn't like what makes me stoked on Augusta at all. I, I think a lot of the world loves "Hello, Friends, Welcome Back to Augusta." Like I, I think the, I mean I'm not saying that's not a thing, but no, not but for I'm me. Just, yeah, the, like the the non golf fan. It's well, a, kid is trying to it's overrated. couple us in to the that thing, and that's yeah. what I'm arguing against. Yeah, is that's no. not why I like Augusta. It's not for Jim Nance and the theatrics of Augusta. I think I love the course. I love seeing the course. Do you love the course or do you love the fact that they keep going back to the same course and you get to know it? I mean, it, can that not be part of the reason I like it? But I'm just saying, like, what makes that unique about Augusta? Like, it's just like they... Oh, nothing. No, like, you're, and you're, I... I mean, they uh, come back Augusta to, National to is, ACC and I don't have the same fucking feeling about ACC and match play as I do for Augusta. They haven't been going to ACC But they for go almost, back there each well, year. Okay, the waste management. A lot, of, a lot of it has been since I've been paying attention to golf. So, like... It's not a major, quote-unquote, so it doesn't get the heightened importance. But it's a match play, and it is heightened from the rest of the season. So, like, it's the best correlation so I can make it, it off the top of my head right now. And I'm not here to argue that, like, Augusta isn't objectively a good golf course. It is. It's got fantastic golf holes on it. Like, there's nothing to say. But... People get so high on the fumes of tradition and legacy and all of this like really like posh bourgeoisie bullshit like with Augusta. I think it's also and like the hyper exclusiveness and all this sort of thing. It's also that Bobby Jones was influential in the course. Like the it it's it's a fucking cool tournament and there's no reason why I can't. I didn't say it wasn't a cool tournament. I said it's overrated and that it's. I don't think it's the best major. And I, out of the majority of people, you're in the smaller percentage. Yeah, because I think people are susceptible to marketing. <laughs> yes. You, oh, you are not wrong. <laughs> That's fine. But you can also but, be not right. Bro, there's the 90 time. people in this field, and a fourth of them are just completely irrelevant. But most people that are watching this only care about the top 10. But then you don't get someone like a Shane Lowry winning at in Northern Ireland. Like you just don't get that. Yeah. But like that you, was a- you do get fucking Phil Mickelson getting a win after his wife beat cancer, and you still get great storylines. Like, but Phil Mickelson would have been there regardless. Like I know, it's but a like good it, story. It, your, it's- your point is like Shane Lowry, the Ireland Irishman who wins in Northern Ireland. Like the storyline was great, and he, you know, like I get that he wouldn't have. Would he have been in the top fifty at the time to be at that tournament? Like you would have to be for the for the Masters. I can't say that for certain. I don't. But that's remember. what an open is. The Masters isn't an open. Like, yeah, it's an invitational. I understand that. Yeah. Like, but my point being is that like play that, better, and you might get in it, Shane Lowry. Fuck. <laughs> my point being is that like I think that's a huge attraction to it. That it's so hyper exclusive. It's like a WGC event where it's like, look, man, like. We're not going to actually let it be the strongest field in golf. So you're allowed to like opens more than invitational. So is the open? I'm saying that's. I'm saying that's a reason to like be against Augusta. I think it's a valid criticism of it. That like you would prefer to see less good golfers there. Really? That's like what your prerogative is. I mean, I I'd be fine for them extending more offers out. Like I have nothing against that, but it doesn't change the fact that it's like it. You know, it like that literally. 
I don't really care that much about that, honestly. No. So I think if you're a good enough golfer that you should be in it, like you should be able to make your. I can't wait to be able to play in the top fifty. And he's like. I mean, I probably could come to terms with he's playing shitty golf and he can't fucking get into the Masters, and that's just where we are in his game right there, and I'd still be riding for the guy. I mean, right now, Ricky... <laughs> right right now, Ricky is 46th in the world. He is five spots away from being outside qualification for the Masters. Yeah. Five spots. His last one was waste management. Does that get no, him he's in? No, he won't, that wouldn't qualify him for the 2021 Masters. Okay, well, I might be in that position then in April, so who knows? Does Ricky deserve to be in a Masters next year? Yes, he does. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that he wouldn't be. Why Why? Why do you think he deserves to be in it? Because I think someone who's 51st in the world should be in a fucking major. <laughs> and that's you're allowed to have that. You're, again, Opinion. I don't think you're wrong, but I think Augusta brings golf to the masses, which we need more of. I think it brings the masses to the the uptight like soft-spoken kind of golf that people know you know what this is this is kid kid really just is pissed about the whole hoodie thing with rory like he's mad at old man (laughs) golf he's pissed off that they don't allow hoodies and shorts like i fucking hate that they can't wear metal spikes anymore it fucking drives me insane i want the whole he's pissed (laughs) that a little bit of the old isn't allowed now and he's also pissed that a little bit of the new retro just the he's just pissed at old man golf. That's it's really all what it's a ploy for to. us to get back to hickories. It's all a ploy. I'm in on hickories. Let's do it. <laughs> Look, my goal here is to get us just pretty much back to just playing St. Andrews every year <laughs> for every tournament. Well, when were we ever playing St. Andrews every year? No, I just meant like getting us back to the very first golf course or like one of the very first golf courses, and we only and it was. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's I saw where you were going. It's fine. It was a bad joke. I followed. the The main thing being is that I I like Augusta. I like the Masters. I think it's overrated. That doesn't mean it's bad. I just think it's overrated. And I think people need to be able to point out the flaws in it, or else it's gonna keep kind of not adapting, like to what might suit the game the best and i and i have to at least acknowledge at the same time that they're also doing the most progressive things with technology they were the first people to be able to follow every single shot gonna fix the game it's gonna be them hey until they do it until they fucking roll that ball back and they stand by it like i'll be like yo i'm still critical if they roll the ball back is it gonna be your new favorite major (laughs) no fred ridley will be my favorite person on planet earth is what will happen (laughs) (laughs) um you know what that is an interesting take that i didn't know you had it's (laughs) No, if uh, if Augusta rolled the ball back and they required a high spin, low uh, single core ball or not multi core mm-hmm. compression and spin ball, um, yeah, it would become my favorite event purely because of that component of it, um, and I just would feed on the chaos. Hmm. I don't think there would be any chaos, but you don't think there'd be chaos like the fallout and like reaction that people would have to them. Oh, doing there it? would be absolutely chaos in people's reactions, but I think the tournament would be pretty similar to what we see now. Just people would be hitting it shorter. Oh, I think it would really mix up the leaderboard. I think it would really mix up yeah. the leaderboard. I don't think so. Do you think 
Bryson's hitting the knuckleball that he hits with a ball like that? I think Bryson is talented enough to embrace a ball and be able to shot shape the fuck out of it. This is what's so fascinating because I would love to see him do that. Yes, like that I would, would love incredible. to see him be able to do that and prove. I think because in my head, I don't think he could. I think that he would tone back his driver. I think he would be more precise. But yeah. I know he has the ball shaping capabilities to fucking rip the the other ball too. He has the ball-shaping abilities to rip the ball. <laughs> yeah, like rip it around the course. Like yeah. do it with it what he wants. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, he would have to prove it. That's the main thing. And he would have to change his game. Like there's no arguing right. that he would have to change his game. Like yeah. he wouldn't have a massive driver. Like he wouldn't have to build it. So do we think Bubba would be hitting boomerang balls with the new one? <laughs> like <laughs> He'd be able to get that in and go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Bubba, you need to face that way. <laughs> um. Yeah, I uh, the matches is fine. What's it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I mean you're. That is such a weird way to. Yeah, it's a fine tournament. <laughs> it's very like the whole just. The world sees it's one Masters right. commercial and gets excited. <laughs> Look, I do get excited for the Masters. I'm excited for this podcast. I'm excited for the Masters. Like, I'm not. I'm just trying to bring people from fucking Icar- like Icarusing up into the fucking sun and having their wings melt. Like, let's keep it on like a reasonable level of, sure. of excitement for like, Hey, you guys cannot be any more excited. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you guys. So this pod is like definitely going to be called the masters is fine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That'll get us more likes and follows and subscriptions. The masters is decent. <laughs> it's Okay. <laughs> It's fine, guys. It's okay. So you asked me my three storylines. Why don't I just fucking ask Ryan his three (laughs) storylines? So like I said, the number one is Bryson breaks golf. If he goes carnage, that'll be fucking awesome. Number two is Tiger defends his title. The whole world loses their fucking mind. That's 83 wins. Well, not the whole world. Yeah. The whole world. Definitely the whole it would world. Feel, e- it everyone would... except for you. So that's not the whole world. Okay. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> I would. It's weird. Like, God, I'm fucking terrible on this podcast tonight because I'm going to say, like, it'd be fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Masters is fine. Tiger Woods is fine. Nobody cares. Everything's fine. Look, here's the thing coronavirus 2020. That would. You don't think that'd be an amazing story? I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about if we could just print this, like, Head of USA. There's no newspapers. The, <laughs> the headline reads: Tiger wins twenty. Like the Tiger Woods defends. 20, Tiger Woods defends the Masters. Twenty twenty one. No, like after look, hosting the strangest Masters dinner ever. Look, it'd be fine. But <laughs> but here's the thing: the the major difference here is Tiger was trending into twenty nineteen Masters. Like he was in position to like. He fucking put the pedal down. He showed us what we had He's been like, seeing before. Like he was yeah. in top form, and that's not saying that like it's not likely to happen. What's saying it'd feel fluky if he did it this year. Oh, definitely. And no, for me, it'd be like, wait a minute. Like, are we sure that he won it, or did all these people just fucking play like garbage? And like all of a sudden, like Tiger just got a bunch of lucky breaks, and he got all the things he needed, and then all of a sudden he wins a Masters. It's like. Cool, like, and Dave's gonna be over here, like, dude, twenty nineteen. That's what happened. But I don't sus- subscribe to like he didn't earn that win. But it would, it might, depending on how it pans out, like. But he did just say it, but he put it in context to where it was me saying it. Yeah, so that's what you would say. 
Because I said I don't think that's what I wouldn't subscribe to that. That but theory. It, but it came into his head. I didn't say anything. Yeah, so it yeah, did yeah. subtly come I, into your head. I know, you guys share a yeah, brain. Well, because yeah. I know what you think. Because we've talked about no. this. But that's what he uses. But it, there was a lingering part of his brain where it was like, yeah, it could have been a kind of a fluky win. No, it wasn't. Um, but the I mean, the mole choked. There was Don't four other people. There's four other people that were in contention <laughs> around him. Choked. So Brooke, like, yeah, so I mean, ex- just the mole hitting in the water on 15 is so the reason. How many more people again, choked? So keep let me know. Who I don't see that's the thing. I don't think I don't think anyone else choked besides Molinari. And Tiger won that turn because he knew how the fuck to play his shots to get his way around to get. Brooks home had with ample time to get back into the thing yeah. after 12. He never made any supreme mistakes. He just didn't get there. And unless you want to make this a 2019 Masters podcast, we don't have to fucking dwell on this. But my thing anyway. being is that like. Look, it'd be crazy if 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 Tiger did it, but I would. The first two thoughts would come to my mind is that like this feels really fluky. Sure, I don't think he's gonna actually be able to run down Jack if this is the way he like pulls off his wins. It also happened at the Masters again, and it's the only one that he's getting close on, which means it's a limited field event. There's only 90 guys in it. A quarter of them are completely sure. irrelevant. Like, is he gonna get to ma- like is he gonna get to Nicholas's record by just winning the Masters? Just winning the Masters. Time? I mean, I, at which point that's I would, what I've said. At which point I would then say, I don't know how much I really care about that storyline at that point. Yeah. The no, I get that. The difference between 2019 and now is that I thought Tiger was gonna be contending at all of the majors, or at least had the ability to contend at all the majors. Sure. Right now, we're not sure of that. So it, like, I was saying, well, my words were that the only major that he was going to be able to compete at was either the masters or maybe the open. And let's see, I mean, if he cranks out a win at the open, then I'm completely spun around on that. I mean, I think, I think it's definitely the masters is going to be his bread and butter. If he's going to be winning majors for sure. Not saying that that can't be the case. I think everybody thinks that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. I, if he alternates, the U S open is too hard of conditions for the person he is now. The PGA is pretty much a miniature version of the U.S. Open, and then uh, the 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 Open, the open is a, he could he could do something there. I just yeah. think you know it's kind of like a lot of people. Look, if his legacy there. is that he wins the Masters two more times and he wins the Open three more times, and boom, I'm in for that ride. Right, I'm, I'm in for it. Like if yeah. he only wins those two majors, that's yeah. okay to me because I yeah. think those are two extremely like impressive things, like majors to win. And it's a totally like, different game. Well, one of them's fine. Yeah, one is just fine. <laughs> yeah, one is fine. The, the one ma- is the one best is major. Yeah, the Masters is a fine <laughs> major. It's a fine major. It's an exceptional golf tournament. It's a fine major. So my my third storyline is JT wins it, and he's the baddest motherfucker in golf. And I think there's a really good chance that that, that happens. He's the he's the Jorge Masvidal of golf. Sure. <laughs> just just ignore him. Yeah, I was like, I did, I did not follow that reference. It's a UFC reference. He's the BMF belt holder. The talk more on JT, man. Talk more I'm on just, JT, man. Yeah, I I really think like the way he played this year was lights out. He's got killer instincts. Having him in. In all of the tournaments, the Ryder Cup, the President's Cup, he is the dude that I want representing golf and like really being the face of golf going forward. And I think if he wins this, there's a really good chance that that's what he's doing going forward. Yeah, I mean, this is the major I have the most question marks around with JT. Um, 
it feels like it's the major that he probably has had the most preparation to do well at. He's played this course more than any other major course that he's played at. He knows it really well. He's had ample opportunities to succeed here, but he hasn't done it yet, which is the weird part. And I would say succeeding is getting a top 10. For sure. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if he if he won there this week. He would have to do it in an extremely commanding fashion. Like yeah. he he goes wire to wire or he leads for like three of the four rounds. Right. And he just shows that he has complete command over that over that location, over that over that venue. Because if he kind of does what I'm kind of picturing a Tiger win looks like is like, I love JT. And if I saw it, I'd be pretty hyped. But I'd, at the same time, I'd be like, this felt kind of fluky. Like what guys right now do I think could win at the Masters and it wouldn't feel fluky right now? John Rom, Bryson, DJ, Xander, because they've had recent success there. You top five in that? I don't think Webb has gotten a top ten at the Masters in the last like five. Would years. a Jason but Day victory at Augusta be fluky? Jay Day's had a good season. I, I, don't think had, I don't think he's had a good season. He had a good last week, <laughs> well, he's but a, he's been more involved. Like he's but he's played pack. he's played well at the Masters before. And he's he's done well there in the past. He got a top. I'm just trying to get a barometer of what would you Apparently consider Apparently, everybody's fluky. a fluke unless it's you know. Um, no, I don't. I, it, I would, just would, named would, five people that wouldn't would, be fluky. Would Tommy Ladd be a fluke? It's only five out of ninety. Yes, it would be a fluke. With how his season has gone, how he's played recently, I would say it's a bit a little bit fluky. Yeah. Um. But so that I, was. I think that was then, your. Then anybody. For your for your argument from earlier, anybody that comes out of nowhere, which was your like Shane Lowry narrative for the Open that that doesn't happen out of the Masters, it would be a fluky win. Well, the, you left the room, but we were talking about in like the context of like legacy for JT, like, and for Tiger, we're talking about legacy. Like, was it a fluke major win in the context of him like tracking down Jack? Right. Like, would it be a fluky win for Webb to win at the Masters? No, it wouldn't. He's been playing a fantastic year of golf. Right. But would it be a fluky win in terms of like JT's legacy? Like, did he really trend into being the, one of the best Augusta players? I haven't seen it recently. It feel like it kind of came out of nowhere. But like I said, it would take him being wire to wire or at least having a, a, a sheer dominance and command of the ball on that venue where it's like, okay, he's figured out Augusta. This is like, He's going to be a staple at this tournament now going forward. I would need to see something like that. So I get that. And the reason the reason I talk about JT is because the only part of his game that's been weak this year at all is that he sprays the ball off the tee a little bit. He gets that leaky right shot. Yeah, he's been rough see, off the tee. I, but that's not going to hurt him that I much here. Do, I generally don't go to bat for JT ever. And I think attaching flukiness to a win from JT anywhere during this season is kind of crazy like i get that he hasn't played great at augusta in the past but like he's not having a bad season he's won this year like i'm pretty sure he's won multiple times this year right like so uh, i mean attaching the word fluke to a win from jt this year is kind of just like weird to do one i feel like you guys are and not even you guys, just mostly just you, Dave, are, are not acknowledging the fact that if he does it in a certain way, if he like claims sure. the tournament he commands, in a certain fashion, yeah. 
Like, if he just band-aids his way around and somehow scratches out a win after, like, in a playoff with, like, four other people. And that's like, not what I'm talking about him doing at all. We're talking storylines, and I'm, I'm talking I mean, about uh, what you're Either way, saying. he plays his – if he gets into a playoff and barely gets it by, he played his way to get into contention on Sunday. That means he played three good days of golf and played enough on Sunday to get into a playoff. Like, I don't get what would be fluky about JT winning at Augusta. I really don't. Then what's fluky about Tiger winning a Masters? I got to a Tour Championship, won the Tour Championship, and then less than four months later won a Masters. Or, I'm sorry, not four months later, but four like tournament. Yeah. Like because four later. Later. because Molinari was fucking playing out of his lights and then just kind of collapsed. It just took one guy. I mean, that's kind of how like fucking old boy fucking dipshit got crowned from Jordan. Like He's it, talking about some, yeah, Danny Willett. Folks. Sometimes, I was like, what the sometimes fuck? fucking it only takes one person to get crowned. Yeah, but it was only two guys in the hunt at that Masters. There was six dudes in contention when when Tiger won. Yeah. There was literally like four people tied for a second. DJ, listen, Xander, listen, Brooks. I, I, Brooks could have won it on the 18th. Jason Day. I, I, I play into the whole Tiger hater narrative, and like we don't have to go back to that. It's fine. Like I... Uh, it, it is what it is. Like, he won in 19. It's in the past. Like, it's all good. So, let's I just, do this. I just think... I think it's crazier, honestly, to think that JT winning would be a fluke. Holy shit. All right. Third time, last time. It, it, <laughs> Here's the deal. It would be weird in terms of his legacy for this to be the one that he knocks out next. That That is what I'm saying. Like, it'd be fluky and kind of strange that this is the one he knocks out last when he's had success at U.S. Opens. Weird he's is got- a much better narrative than fluky. And I said it depends on the context of how he cl- he knocks off the knocks off the win. Yeah, I I don't think JT winning anywhere is weird. I think he's like probably the best golfer on the planet. The way he strikes the ball, the way he can roll it. So I don't think anything would be weird. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I think we all maybe have different severities by the way that we sure. say the word fluke. And that, yes. I I never said a fluke. I said fluky. Which is a is an ad or it's an ad. We're now way overdoing. So, kid, give us your three narratives because we've gotten ours. So I want to hear yours. I think I think the first and foremost one is Bryson breaks golf. I think so. That's the one that we have all. We all three, which kind of makes sense since he is (laughs) the content engine right now. But I lean less into like, yay, Bryson got another major. But like, yay, we might completely reconstruct golf from the ground up again. So um, chalk kid down likes Bryson <laughs> wants to see him win a major. That is not what he said. Do not put those words in his mouth. <laughs> you like Bryson, and you and only you. <laughs> Listen, he he doesn't have the same same. He's not he he's not in the same status as he once was with me. He's so close to Patrick Reed for me. So close. I think it's a fair comparison. Um, I it, it is kind of tough just because like. I I don't want to like have so much overlap, but I think another one for me is like obviously like you're gonna say Xander. I was gonna say I think he's gonna say Jordan. It's Jordan. Yeah, Jordan yeah. would be my second storyline. Um, that like look, <laughs> he's the golden boy. He's 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 Jordan, man. Like he <laughs> <laughs> can't. He did. He's like he's God. legit. He like, is he, the golden boy. He's man. like he's like free basing heroin <laughs> can i just i, I want to play devil's advocate here because that's my devil's role avocados i'm yes, okay devil's with it being a fluke dude i'm yeah. okay with it being a <laughs> no, fluke no, no, no. i'm completely fine i with am it. rooting for him to suck here so that we can say he's like 
right now a well, guest. Well, it wouldn't count because this game isn't good. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> fuck off, Dave. Well, no, that's this the is way his, it like, is. Augusta is his little cop out, and, and it's the same for Tiger. I should lean into my own bias. It's the same for Tiger. Augusta is this little thread that you Jordan lovers have, where you can say he's still got Augusta. We can still win a major this year. But the thing is, he's also showed showed shown glimpses of brilliance this year it and might then made triple the next hole two. and then three putt the next yeah, hole he, he sh- he's shown brilliance for like seven hole stretches yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the brilliance is still there it's like it's le- all about less than 10 percent of a tournament about catching that Dave, lightning in a bottle i had two brilliant holes today i still shot an 89 <laughs> yeah but whoa you don't need to brag on the podcast yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what i was doing when i said 89 um and it was like anyways six thousand yards <laughs> Jordan, thanks. <laughs> All I'm saying is he he can catch lightning in a bottle, and it might be this week at Augusta, one of the courses that he loves dearly. Look, I, I definitely uh, I I'm here for y'all leaning into your Jordan bias, and I will just push back because that's what no, makes I me think, happy. And it's good for content and podcasts and just banter in general. Yeah. We all have our guys we root for. We all have our guys we don't root for. That's the I mean you're. Your Jordan is pretty much my tiger. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then I have my third storyline, which is just third in order, but first in what I want to see. Oh, my God. And uh, I think it's honestly disrespectful and fucked up that no one said Xander. it. No, Rory's Grand say... Slam. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, that would be a, qu- right. that would be a, a, a fourth for, for sure for me. I mean, that's up there. That's a, a that's a miss by us, I think. It's not a miss for me. I thought about it, but like it's it's not. I would rather see Rom win. I would rather see Bryson win, and I would rather see Ricky win. And I would. Rory just see, had a kid. I, I guess. I guess. If... I guess Rory would be my five, not four. Yeah. What was but your fourth? Rom winning. You'd rather Rom get like his first major when he'll probably win any of the majors. I would, within ra- the next I couple would years. rather see him get a major than Rory getting his Grand Slam. Yeah. Holy shit! Just a major. I think Rom. Uh, if you, I, I think Rom could go down aside from Jack, Tiger, and Phil, as literally the best golfer to ever play the game. I am so here for this. I love it. I think you're just glossing over a shitload of golfers. I do like, think that there's like, some. Like I mean, Ben Hogan and <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm not. Wait, what? Who? Arnold Palmer, have you no, heard of him? These are Watson. These are different. Ga- Gary these, Gary these, Player, have you heard of him? I don't like Gary Player, but he's got what? Black he's got what, what? Ten majors. You can say Greg Norman. You can say all the guys. Greg Norman? These is that what you just the put? The shark, in? baby. The shark. These are different. These are the different. greatest choker of all time. These are oh. different generations. He, Greg Norman, I'm pretty sure is the second most world number one person aside from Tiger. You can look that up. Anyways, you should look that up, but I do it, think that it's also he's also going into a stat that those other guys couldn't even have because it wasn't established yet when Jack Arnie and Gary Player and Ben Hogan were playing golf. Regardless, but he's the second biggest earner of this stat I, that didn't I'm exist just for saying, them. I was just saying it, adding to a, the list of the people you were saying. Yeah. like that's all I was doing. I'm not trying to be like, hey, Greg Norman was better than Jack. I'm not <clears> doing that. I'm just saying that. I think John Rahm is one of the best to ever do it. John Rahm is a world class talent. Yes. I'm definitely in for that. Um, I this is it's weird. such an early thing to say considering yeah, he's twenty five. He's, he's won less than he's won what six tournaments. He has never won a major. He's been world number one for what like seven why, weeks. Seven that, weeks. That's why I would rather see him win a major. No, than I'm Rory. now contesting the fact that he's one of the greatest to ever do it. Is what you said. And can I not? 
think that. Like, he's got he has a 20 long more years. Yeah, he's got a long <laughs> career ahead of him. Like, How about we wait until me? he does it to say to ever That's do fine. it? I like to be out in front of the fucking masses. He's trying to do, bro, this is going to be recirculating. It's like my, it's like, it's like my is, Matthew Wolf I, thing. I think like, this is a slow transition from Ricky to, to Rom. I think he's slowly... Mm-hmm. Get on the ROM train, baby. Get on the ROM train. I've been on the ROM train since when he was in college. This is all part of it, dude. This is all part of it. Dave is just finding his way to slowly. (laughs) He's going to slowly take off his orange shirt and put on just some really too small for himself shirt. Hold on. His shirts are fine. He's a big Big boys. He's a big times. Maybe he should wear an extra large. I guarantee you he's wearing an extra large right now. (laughs) Anyways... That's not what I'm trying to do. I've been a fan of Rom. He's not in my wolf pack, which is, you know, could be surprising. He's in mine. Oh, don't worry. He we'll would... have a podcast in a year and a half, and David be like, "Clearly, my wolf pack is." And then it's gonna... <laughs> you Rom won't you won't hear someone say you'll hear Rom. He didn't say. qualify for. Augusta. I will say that Rom would be in my wolf pack if I wasn't in my wolf pack. That's a weird move that you can definitely eliminate, and no one would judge you. I would judge him. <laughs> oh, I mean, you need you don't, him you in you his own wolf pack. <laughs> no, I would judge him if he only like if he replaced it with fucking Webb Simpson. I wouldn't judge him, but if he replaced it with John Rom, why would you judge me for that? Because you're doing it now, after you've like hedged, like you've been talking about it on the podcast now, and like we've been putting your feet to the fire about like you know, like John Rom's the best of all time. Like now, it's like you could lean into it like he's part of my wolf pack now. But it's like if he if I never like pressured you to like prove how much you love john rom then like would you have actually organically put him into your wolf pack i don't fucking know man i don't know i mean he was on the fucking like the short list of people that might make the wolf pack for sure when we were doing wolf packs we can go back and listen to that we'll see we don't necessarily i don't think we did a sh- i don't think we did a short list then what are you bringing up a short list for if i never I bought had a short list never... in my head i don't think we did a short list of who wouldn't be how do i audit in. your thoughts i don't get how we verify you, you that. You, you can only take it by what you wish but yeah regardless like i think it's disrespectful to not have rory winning a grand slam in in your storylines if you like no, rory I mean, even a little bit so i i don't want rory Listen, to get it, that with no fans if we could go back to last year. That's a year's. really no. Good, that's serious. a really good point, but it feels like a point that you thought of like five seconds. <laughs> it ago. was like five <laughs> minutes ago, but y'all did a whole John Rom Wolfpack deal that I had to sit through. But I've been thinking. But you weren't like you know I would put Rory's Grand Slam in my no my no. Story, no but there's I, just no fans. No, like, <laughs> what I'm saying is there's not that many Grand Slams. I think he deserves to get a Grand Slam, and I think he will. But I want there to be people there going fucking nuts when he does it. Listen, I don't not want to see <laughs> Rory win at Augusta. I think you could go and listen to the pre-Masters podcast from last year. I probably talked about Rory winning and getting the Grand but Slam. But it feels like you've on. got – I think you've I lost faith. Rather... I think you've lost faith. I think I him think losing I... to Patrick Reed in that one Masters, you guys were like, I'm tired of putting all this energy into Rory. He's just failed Dude. me. I'm backing up. Ricky lost to fucking Patrick Reed, not motherfucking Rory. Rory was in the final group with Patrick Reed on Sunday at that Masters and Yeah, collapsed. he lost it like on the first hole. But that, but <laughs> Ricky we're ta- we're was talking, fucking. We're talking down about the Rory though, and trying to get his Grand Slam, and he lost to Patrick you know Reed. Crazy? As long with the as long uh, along with, with the, the whole the, field. That's what I'm saying. Yes, with yeah, the rest of the field, everyone lost to Patrick Reed. Rory every single fucking year it seems like blows it on the fucking Sunday. Yeah, like, and you can't stick around. You can't stay I'm not, in the I'm fucking not, not sauna with Rory <laughs> trying to stick this out. It's hot in here, Rory. I don't know. I mean, I. I 
I, I you can't stand the heat, dude. Or you've gotten a shitload of chances, and I would rather see yeah, John leaving, Ron win than him. You're getting out of the sauna. Sure, it, sure, sure. If you want to put it that way, if whatever getting out of the sauna means. You can't stick the heat out with him, man. It's getting. No, it just means I would rather see one other guy or a few other guys. You didn't even think about it. You didn't guys. even think of it. Yes, I did. I told you. You could rewind the fucking thing. I said, no, I can't go off of your thoughts. You have to say it. No, he did say it. <laughs> I did then say he, it. No, I don't mean during after oh, I brought well, it up. The, I wanted to hear it, but like. Uh, third storyline could have been Rory's Grand Slam, but I will like no. Like, yeah, I did. You asked my three, and I told you the here's three. Here's what we need to do, Dave. Kid, you're right. That is a storyline that we both should have thought of, and we missed. Well, it. I did, I'm here to be objectively I, right. I yes. did. <laughs> I did think of it. I just didn't bring it up because it wasn't the, my top three. Like, you can't be like, yeah, you fucking don't care about Rory because he wasn't in your top three. Like, that's not. What were your three fair. again? It was fucking bright. It, well, first was Ricky, then it was Jordan, then it was Bryson, and then, and then you, fourth and is then Rom. You, but then you talked about Rom during that three of things because you were considering about putting in your three. So you didn't bring up Rory because though. Rory was five. He wasn't four. Actually, you brought up he was going to be four after I brought him up. Well, he's four or see, five. It doesn't matter. There's a little bit of fluidity here that wasn't expressed verbally about no, Rory, but it was fucking, for Rom. You're just fucking talking out your fucking asshole man okay no you guys are rory haters kids what ste- real no, is what? rory's in my wolf <laughs> and you're a master's hater so yeah why don't the masters you just get is out fine it's fine dude. me and dave are gonna talk about the masters for a while and scott van pelt being there and all of the beauty that it has yeah espn is cool yeah i agree but dude yeah so those are some 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 fucking Storylines. Rory is a perfect leader for the sport of golf. He's conducted himself masterfully since he's entered the sport. I don't think a a leader can be shorter than six feet. I just hate to say. Whoa. I'm here to say that's not. (laughs) I can tell you right now that Ricky isn't over six feet. So did I call him a leader? He won't ever be. No way. Speed is over six feet tall either. Listen, I'm. Yeah. I don't think Tiger is either. It was a joke. I don't think Jack is either. It wasn't funny. We're not here you for know short. Who is people. over six feet, Bryson, <laughs> and Rombo. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if if we're going off of just height as a barometer, does that just make like Tony Finau is just <laughs> Finau and DJ? <laughs> he's he's the leader of, of yeah. golf. Yeah. Um, yeah. My number one storyline off of what I want to see is 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 Rory winning his Grand Slam because I think number three. What's my number three? I thought that was your number three. No, it's the third one I brought up in order. Oh, and I wanted gotcha. to make it the third one because I wanted to like to, to like to, talk about how to we've gone through everything. Snipe we, us. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. fair. Which, yeah, I just think it's disrespectful. That's fine. You're, You're allowed he, to think he, that. He deserves it. He's been he's been the real golden boy. Does of golf he deserve for the long, it? Yes. Yes. He does. does he? What? I mean, he's what choked you? at fucking so many majors oh lately. God. Like what? it would it it would that be fluky? Would that not be a fluky kid? Fluky? He's shown more promise out of Augusta than JT what has. What has he done this year? He had a kid. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Okay, never mind. Not fluky anymore. <laughs> I forgot about that. I just want to make that clear <laughs> yeah. that he did have a child. I mean, it would be fluky as fuck. Yes, it would be fluky as fuck. That being said, he deserves. Yeah, and a that's, title the same, that's the same I, argument no, I, I, I was I'm making. No, the, di- the difference is, is that Rory has shown over history that he's gotten closer at Augusta than JT has. So your only barometer for a fluky win is that, is that it, they haven't done at the played well. At it, because if that's the case, then Bryson will be the flukiest win 
of all fluky Except wins. Except for his amateurs showing uh, that well, he did play decently. He weighed like eight pounds. <laughs> That's not even the same person. But I, I know I'm all in on what you're saying right now because he's crazy about the JT thing. And firstly, the Rory thing. I, I he's not. Mean, it's not fluky. Rory. Mm, he's played. So I hear good what this you're year. saying. Uh, the way you're describing fluky, and I get it with Augusta and the feel versus the experience and all that. But it would be fluky if Rory won at Augusta. It wouldn't year. be the most like. It would be. It wouldn't be the most. JT uh, did. It wouldn't be the most unsurprising victory at Augusta, like ever. Like sure, it's not. It's not the most expected win at Augusta. Like I think the and most. No one's saying it's not deserved, but it would be fluky. I her. would be significantly more surprised if Rory won at Augusta this year than if JT did. See, I don't. Way more. I would be more surprised too. More surprised because. Because he has to overcome he's because he year. has to overcome the grand slam or because of the golf he's played because this year of, or because yes because of the what form he's in as of lately this year so you JT got, has played much better golf and it wouldn't be surprising for JT to do better this year than Rory so this is this is an interesting conversation to me because we're having a conversation about recent form versus course form sure. so it's like would Bubba be fluky to win at the Masters Yes, yes, to me, yes. It would be fluky. Having, he has two any, green jackets. Honestly, to me, yes. any win from Bubba is fluky. <laughs> so, Even the fact that like his wins are routinely consistently in the same places, that he's won at Riviera three times. If he won at Riviera again, would it be fluky? No, it wouldn't be fucking fluky. Yes, it would because he fucking randomly find form. Like it, it, like the is only, it form or it, is this game in, in the same place? No, and it just shines. No, 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 no. Because the reason he won at fucking Riviera, the like, what is it? Last year or the year before, where he had a few wins where he spotted off. He got off Volvix and got to a ball. He felt comfortable, and then he got back to a course where he was comfortable and he played well. It would still be fluky if he randomly won again. Like it. You just explained a logical series of actions that took place to determine a victory, which is yeah, the opposite the, of fluky. The difference is that he found he had that a bunch had nothing of, to do with the course. He had a bunch that of things. Timing. He had a that bunch was, of things it, fall in line. Like, oh my god, a ball does matter in golf. Like, I can't just hit these crazy shots I hit with the fucking Volvic. Oh, I I went back to a Pro V one. I'm starting to feel good. Oh, I actually can play golf. And then Riviera comes up a course that. It's, it's so it, it's just star, co- it's the, just coincidence. The stars aligned. It's yes. coincidence that he won at Riviera three times. It's not coincidence. There is something to be said about course like courses that suit your game, but it would still be fluky as fuck if Bubba won at Augusta. Would this it year. be fluky if Jordan won at Augusta? It would be yes. fluky, but it is awesome. <laughs> I agree with the first part of that statement. <laughs> I think I think the point is is that like. If you had if flukiness was like a meter or a spectrum, like it's less fluky if you've shown previous form and ability to perform on a certain venue. But at the same in the same breath, you have to say if you've had good form all season, it can't you can't like you can't be like yeah that was super. No, I super I I completely acknowledge that the difference is, is that JT plays phenomenally every year and he plays badly at Augusta every year. I mean. I'd have to look at his finishes. I know he hasn't historically done well at Augusta, which is true. But I don't. I. But like, it's not like in, this year's any in, different. In like Ryan's, he plays it well in JT, and from what Ryan said, he plays well generally everywhere. There might be something about the Masters tournament that just gets in his head. Like there's no reason why he can't play well at Augusta. Oh, I agree. 
But the fact is, is he hasn't, which is what makes it sure. the way it but is. For why me. would you say that's fluky? Because like, he's talking he, only about historics. He's only looking at the past. Is it an anomaly for him to win at Augusta after playing badly there consistently? Yes. So, Until he repeats it and does it again and again. So my question, an anomaly my is question, a much better term. My question to you would be... Sorry it took until now for me to point out <laughs> the word that you want to hear. My question you. to you would be if he won this year or got a top five this year, next year, would it still be fluky? No. So that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Why? Because he's played well tons of years and then all of a sudden just one particular course that may have a weird thing that he loves the course so much so there's this added pressure or whatever like he just has to get over that one little hurt i don't it's, it feels so weird to be arguing for jt right now but uh yeah so can i tell you one thing and i'm just looking at the internet here for the first time in a while do you know who vegas has as the number two favorite to win at augusta this year kid it's dj isn't it no is JT? No, it is G- DJ plus nine hundred. Rom is ahead like you're of JT reading too. Of, oh, I'm reading, yeah, I'm, he's the fourth. He's the fourth. It would not be a fluke for the fourth favorite to win. And we also know that Vegas doesn't bet their odds based on who's going to win the best. They bet their odds against who people are going to be betting for. Well, no, most. it's a combination, yeah, it's a combination of both. And generally, the only like the few guys that they do that with is like Tiger. Like Tiger generally has. Lower odds just because so many people. Because the public. I think JT rightfully should be the fourth favorite on that list. Okay. But a win there would be fluky. But yeah, if you're the fourth favorite (laughs) on that list, it's not fluky for you to win it. Dude. I'm sorry. We should not continue to try and define the word fluky. I think we're (laughs) working way backwards. Well, it it doesn't that 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 statement is is very contradicting when you're saying out of the 90 people playing, he's the fourth favorite, but it would still be fluky for him to win the tournament when he's the fourth favorite. My point is that he doesn't perform up to his caliber at Augusta. Sure. And it is out of the norm for him to do that. You are correct. It is fluky for it to occur. He's also a 27-year-old kid, and he has time to continue playing Augusta. And I think this is the year that he starts. I think JT will eventually win at Augusta, too. I think he's that good of a player. I think if it were to happen from coming out of essentially nowhere... You know what is insane that I'm just noticing now is that fucking Bubba is the ninth favorite... He's won there twice. So Kid has something here with his historical... Well, and he's been coming back into form recently. But... The, the point here being is that if I can put a bow on this, it's just that, like, I'm a massive JT fan, but I at least can reconcile the fact that the Masters is possibly his worst performing major sure. venue. And for me, he has to overcome something there to show me that he's going to consistently be a contender there, and that would require him to put up four rounds that are, co- like, just incredible that it shows that he has complete command of the course and it's not he's not just stringing something together. I mean, didn't... JT fucking just shit the bed at what at Wingfoot too, like he was in contention and just kind of shit the bed. Uh, I think it came back to he did really well in the in the conditions that were really easy. Yeah, and then when it got when hard, the wind he kind started of blowing. He fell apart. Pretty fluky. Yeah, it was a fluky performance. It didn't fluky in the way that people want. You usually get fluky, but just saying, like you can kind of like like he was saying, like we should stop trying to define fluky. Like you can just kind of put it to anything. Okay, I think I made my point of what you I did. meant by fluky pretty <laughs> clearly did. by this. It's point. very clear. We should move on. Yeah, <sighs> I agree. I I definitely agree with that. Rory, 
getting a grand slam is the number one story. Okay, I I did want to like yeah, obviously this pod is going kind of long, and generally the Masters pods are our longest of the year, but uh, I wanted to see like it's be- this this has been very betting oriented, and this is just kind of how our or my head has been working this Same. entire year, but uh. What would what do y'all think like some good like top ten bets that you think like people that you think that have a good Patrick shot at the course and have yeah. a great I like PC. a great chance to get in the top ten that would be a good bet for people to make like just as like a top ten or a top twenty Patrick Cantley Cantley I like Cantley he's good value Rombo he just, he just won again. where is Cantley Cantley's plus twenty five to win um I don't know what he is for top ten let me try to find it. They, so, wow they don't even have well just where is he on the list he's Cantlay is plus twenty five hundred yeah, to, to win so in the eighth spot they would consider him in the top ten yeah that's true that's a good way to look at it um I like PC obviously we like Rom uh. DJ, I think, unfortunately, you'll know Thursday. Like, DJ's either going to have it or he's not yeah. out there. I don't think he's going to, you know, eke his way into a top 10. DJ's generally always a good top 10 bet. You know, like, he, yeah. if he's playing well, he could likely get be in the top 10 at any tournament. But And he has played well at the Masters in the past. Yeah, I had a thought that might circle us back on something. But do, it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I don't think being in the top eight means that you're a lock for a top 10. And I don't mean that like betting wise, of course, nothing's a lock, but I mean like, like putting someone eighth on a list of favorites doesn't mean that like you're pretty likely to be a, like a top 10 to me. Like there's a different, like Cantley is an exception in the sense that like, he's a remarkably he's consistent person, Yeah, but it comes back to the thing with JT and I don't want to like circle back on it, but like, JT is possibly going to play insanely lights out, and he would have won on any fucking course in the world or something like that. Well, you could say the but same like, thing about Bubba. Bubba either is going to be in the top 10 or he's going to miss the cut. Yeah, in the sense that, like, some people are higher on, like, a will-win tournament because when that person is on form, they can almost win any tournament. I Versus, think Bubba's the perfect example of that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, like, that kind of being the case in the sense of, like, I bet you Tiger's odds to win are, like, more, like, favorable to Vegas than his odds to top 10 because he's either going to miss the cut yeah. or he's going to like, well, if you're gambling and you want top tens, never, ever, ever look at tiger because he will always be in the top 10. I can't believe I'm they sure don't have any more of the fucking it. top 10 bets. Either way. Shit. I guess it's um, too early in the week. The other person that Xander is going to finish uh, I think it's like, we'll put a wager, whatever y'all want. Xander will be in the top 10. So top ten bets that we think are good so far are Cantlay and Xander. I think you can probably put Webb in that conversation as well. I don't, I would, I don't I agree with put that. Webb in there. I would put you wouldn't put Webb in there. I mm-hmm. wouldn't either. Really? I don't think his form as of late has been good, and I don't really know how well he's really. I he doesn't even come into my head uh, at the Masters. Maybe I'm just biased because he's on my fantasy team. I mean, I think Webb has had good form. Not as like the last month on tour, but like before that, he's been playing really well. But I don't ever think about him at the Masters. So here, I guess I'll my insider. <clears throat> when I'm thinking about who's going to do well in the top ten, I think about who's going to hit the most greens. Yeah. I think greens and regulation is a great stat to look at if you want to look at top ten. They're going to have the most opportunities. They're going to be there consistently. Um, I think Webb's 
right in that. Yeah, but in like Augusta going back, going a... back to what Kid said with like the course history, like that's sure. one of the courses that they go to I every would, year. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I can't advise someone to vote JT for a top ten. I just can't do it. Like I, I that's fair. He hasn't top ten there before. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not wrong. But the, and that that's a different argument than a win. That's what that I'm saying. Like that's, that's right. my that's my whole point of this is yes. that like well with your Cantley argument or like after that was brought up, uh, you brought up the like there's a difference between a winner and like a a, a the odds at eighth for winning as opposed. to Here's another great team. example: Tony Fino. Like, am I going to bet that dude to win the tournament? Fuck no. But you'll put bet him on in him every top, top 10. ten. I can't every advise someone to bet anything if I don't know the odds. Yeah. Well, that's the main thing. It's yeah. like if we can't pull up odds, I can't advise. Well, also, there's no par three tournament, so Finau probably isn't gonna dislocate his ankle this year. Which is I think he played well in dislocating. Maybe you should still do it. Yeah. Like yes, we don't know the odds for the top ten, but I think Finau is probably a decent bet for a top ten. He he's played well, COVID. and he's played well here in the past. Um, I don't even see him in like the top. He might for a winner. Not... He's plus uh, thirty-three hundred. He... Where is he? Um. Is he playing? Yeah. He's actually He's right behind first, Matthew er, Wolf er, on the list. Oh, yeah, there he is. Plus 3,300. Yep. Same as Wolf's odds yep. and Morikawa's oh. and Jason Day's. Do y'all think Morikawa could play well here? I have no idea. I've never earlier. seen him play there. Yeah. I think it, I, I, I don't bet on first timers at courses. Yeah. I mean, at least for the Augusta. Yeah. It's different if everyone's pretty much at a course for the first Again. time, like Port Rush or something yeah. like that. But. The, this is also my ball striker biased that yeah he's gonna hit greens the the big thing except he does play uh, only a cut the biggest and thing that it comes back to know how to putt sometimes the biggest thing that it comes that back, I have been saying the whole time is a fucking myth that it was a narrative that golf media brought up that from one literally one putt at one tournament that wasn't the reason he did it he had poor putting stats for the first half of this year please look at his putting stats they're not good. Anyway, yeah. um, Sorry. the big the big thing being um, I don't like first timers at Augusta because like the, I was saying earlier, you learn the greens, you don't read the sure. greens. Um, so that that kind of worries me about anyone like Matthew Wolf or Colin Morikawa or Max Homa. Yeah. Not that he's really in the conversation for a top. Is 10 it safe Augusta. to say we all think that Fina would be a decent top 10 pick? I would put him under Xander and Cantlay for a top 10 pick. But yeah, I would. Yeah. I would say he's probably a good value pick. Um, this is strictly for Dave's personal. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I'm not the only one that. I think a far fetched one that might work out for someone is Sergio. He's won there before, and he's <laughs> his his form is coming back on. He's maybe figured something out. Um, I d- he did also put a spider back in the bag he's dri- he's been driving spider the spider boy or a, si- a similar putt like it could be the fucking callaway who knows but he's been driving the yeah. fuck out of the golf ball yeah like so yeah. i think that wouldn't be a terrible like outside the realm of like a kind of a more longer shot pick for and a he's top also 10. he's also played at augusta a lot but can we talk a little bit about louis ustazen like he shows up at majors yeah and he has done well at augusta Smooth in the past louis. yeah you can't ever count Louie out on majors. The only issue is that I think Louie ro- relies on a lot of rollout on his balls. And, and if, it it's, is, if it's, if it's wet, wet or... and it's not very long, yeah, might be difficult. Um, 
but that's why he's pretty good at links golf and he's yeah. won the open before. Um, so it's, uh, he's an interesting cat to look at, but, uh, yeah, I, I, those are, those are maybe four guys you know, descending levels of safety, you Did, know, four guys, including Louie. Is that who you were? No, including? Sergio was the no. fourth oh, guy that I brought I don't, up. I don't agree with the Sergio one. As like a 10. longer shot, like if someone would like take more risk for more value. Like, yeah, and he's a vet. He's played there a lot. Like he's plus five thousand to win. I'm sure yeah. his top ten is like similar in like length of probably eighteen or twenty five hundred in that. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean it's a bet you could pick. I would probably would rather take if right now. I'd rather take like Jason Day. Jason Day's plus thirty three hundred. Like yeah, they're not even in a similar well, bracket of top ten. They're gonna be. The, or around the same probably but yeah i would rather take jason day at top 10 than sergio <clears throat> i would need to see value but yeah i mean it's just not there yet they haven't come out with the numbers i mean jason day played there last year so i mean it's hard to argue with you know how recent his form has been good at that particular major event even though it's been a year and a half because of it of covid but yeah i mean those are decent top 10 bets i think you're not going to get good value with bryson i think bryson also is of the camp that like he's kind of the same thing as jt for me is that like you've given me no reason to think that you're going to win here but you might yeah and like did you say bryson yeah yeah. you've given me no reason for me to believe that you're going to win here other than the fact that you've been playing monstrous golf right which I think comes back to like, that's not how I try to picture my players for majors. For that's sure. why we had such a long tangent with JT is that like, you've, you've given me no reason for me to think that you're going to do this here. So like next, like you come out and you get a top 10 this year. Yeah, I'm like, we'll okay, dude, like, let, like you're on my radar for this. Like in a way that like makes sense. Should we talk about Bryson's strategy hitting the ball into 14? Do we not want to get into that? It's kind of inside baseball, but this is a golf podcast. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly his thought process with the 48 inch driver. He's going <laughs> to hit it way over. The question is, does he put two drivers in the bag? Is he going to? Yeah. Is he going to play two drivers? That was my question. I, I, no. I, th- I think he'll maybe try. Like, I think he's going to start with a 48 incher. Uh, well, uh, it's going to go one of two ways. He he's either pro- not even going to play the 48 incher like he said he was going to. Or he is going to put it into play. And when he does on Thursday, it's either going to go very well and he'll keep it for the rest of the week. Or it's going to go shitty and he's going to put old reliable back in. I would guarantee, just because of how much he's talking, that thing will be in the bag on, on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, There's no way. You can't say. I mean, it could be in the bag for a practice round and it doesn't work out and he doesn't want to use no, it. He, I, what I'm saying is because of everything he's done, he'll have it in the for bag Thursday. For content reasons. Yeah. So you really he's think, very worried so about you, his you, brand. You really yeah. think Bryson is more worried about he's his brand all, than winning a golf tournament? And he's tournament? already got he's his worried major about this fighting year. cameramen. He's already got his like, major yeah. this year but too. But all of that is in process for him to win a ma- like win a tournament. Sure. Like he's not doing it because he like. As much as I don't like to defend Bryson, this is a weird flip where Dave's defending JT and I'm defending Bryson right now. Yeah. But like he's is, not he's not arguing with rules officials because he likes to argue with rules officials. He's arguing with them because he wants to he win. Wants to win. And he wants to do it in the way that he wants to like, so, and I think the way he wants to go about doing it is deplorable. But my point more being is that like, he's not going to put in a 48 inch driver into the back. If he thinks it's going to not be the reason he's going to win. Like he's not going to do it. If he thinks it gives him a worse chance of winning, it will be in the bag on Thursday. Maybe. 
And if it's but if it's odds on Bovada, but (laughs) but if it's in the bag, it's in the bag. I'll give you odds right now. (laughs) But if it's in the bag, it's in the bag because he thinks it's going to help him win. I agree. But if he plays a practice round with it and he plays and hits it around Augusta like shit, he may not put it in the bag. Like, and then the other thing being is that like that that still doesn't answer my question. Will he have two drivers in the bag? No. I don't think he will either. I think he's leaning into 48 inch. What I if think, he needs? What if he can't I, control and shave the ball he w- like he wants to with his driver with a 48? Like well, he, he can like only he hit said, 18 because he needs to get it to a certain <laughs> distance on a single hole. Like you said, uh, he's gonna have practice rounds, and I think if the 48 inch driver is working out, it'll be in the bag on Thursday, and if it's not, it won't. But I do see if it goes in the bag on Thursday and he has a horrendous round on Thursday that the like old reliable will go in the bag on Friday. My bigger question is why the fuck would he ever need a three wood? Well, cause his three woods a driver. The loft on that thing is like, but at, a, but at Augusta where you can kind of spray it, why would he ever need to hit his three wood? He'll never be short on a, a, a long on a hole where you'll need it yeah. after a tee shot ever. Yeah, ever. Like why would he have a three wood in the bag? I mean, I guess that's he a could, good point. Yeah, he could play two drivers. I think it's more likely that he. I mean, that's a, that's a great point. I don't. I don't know Does when. He he, I don't know when he would be hitting. It he off just the deck. replaces his normal driver as his three wood, and then he has the bomb machine with a forty-eight inch driver. And now all of a sudden, his safe tee shot off of a tee that someone would use for a three wood is his driver, his normal driver. Yeah. It, I, that's entirely possible. I, I wonder if he if the scientist has thought of that. It's not the first time someone's used two drivers at Augusta. And it was another scientist, Phil. Yes. I mean, I don't like don't calling say either. Scientists. I don't like either of them being yeah. called scientists, but yeah. yeah. But no, I, I do think he's going to lean into the 48-inch. I think he'll have it the whole weekend. And frankly... <laughs> did I miss something here? Bryson's going to lean into that 48-inch, dude. <laughs> No, but I think he'll have it the whole Whoa, time. And, and frankly, I think he's going to hit it well. There's no way he I talks he about too. bringing that in unless he already knows that he can control the ball with that club. Like, he doesn't just say, hey, maybe I'll do a 48-inch. He already knows that he can murder that thing and control it, or he wouldn't have said anything. Yeah. I think we probably – DJ deserves for us to talk about him. He's number one in the world. He almost won this past week. He's played well at Augusta in the past. He got T second the last time we were there. Like, what does Dustin Johnson's chances look like? And for people out there that are concerned about betting, I think, reasonably speaking, and this is probably people are going to disagree with me, like, I think DJ has a better chance of winning at Augusta than Bryson. I think he probably does too, realistically. I think he should be the favorite at Augusta right now. <clears throat> One thing I'd love to know, and obviously I'm worried about this. his form. Still, he did play good this week, but like, bef- like the like a month leading into this week, like he was looking pretty bad after. Like, at, and like then just a month, at, and just a month before Win- that, Win- he almost won four tournaments in a row. <laughs> yeah. And then a month before that, he shot 83 times in a row. <laughs> he was hurt. He was hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he but yeah, hurt. I mean, he, Justin Johnson is. A guy that's known to like win tournaments in a row, and like, it comes back to that thing where it's like DJ to me of, is like, dude, he he ha- of, he has a game where if he's playing the best golf, like no one's beating him. Yeah, so a lot of guys on tour say that he is the best, like yeah, out of anyone. So Here's, like, I need to know how does he putt historically? Because I think his putter is with what, a spider boy, with a spider boy, just like me and Dave. Yeah, but I, it's gonna come down to his putter. 
And if he's putting well at Augusta, then he is the favorite. Whenever I hear that, I just think like a, like an even smaller Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> That's exactly Spider-Man. what it is. I have my costume in the car. <laughs> just in case. I can tell you right now, you are not smaller than Spider-Man. <laughs> Me and Tom Holland don't have a similar <laughs> so figure. Not, not really the same f- physique. No, um, but I, I really think it comes down to his putter. I mean, I, I don't know how much more evidence you need than T-Second last year. Like he can putt there, like he can he can make the putts that he needs to. He was one stroke away from winning it. Okay, when DJ wins, it's because of his putter. Is what I'm saying. So if his putter's hot, it'll and be he's a reason well. for it for yeah. sure. But like, it. I also think that DJ, if he wants to, can get it just as far as Bryson. There's a whole lot of guys that have a yeah. gear just like, like Bryson. DJ has a gear if he wants to. Like if he was paired up with Bryson at, on Sunday or something, and Bryson just rips a bomb, and then DJ's are like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. maybe, maybe, uh, oh yeah, I'll switch it into, f- I'll, I'll switch it up a gear real quick. Yeah, if they're drinking beers with us this afternoon and playing, yeah, they're driving green. Like, I think he can get it into a zone that makes his advantage a lot marginally less, like a lot less. But at the end of the day, we're talking about physics. We're talking about the fact that. Bryson has a five degree driver with a flatter face. He's hitting up on it more. He's hitting it with, even if he's hitting it with the same speed as DJ, it's going further because it's spinning less. Right. And it has more rollout. Like at the end of the day, like DJ, if he's playing the same driver that he's playing, he statistically will not get it further than Bryson if they swing at the same speed. Yeah. But But, like you said, he gets into a zone where the, 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 like, Yes, Bryson is playing a driver that's going to optimize his rollout and everything. It's potentially 48 inches long. Yeah, I get this. I understand this, but like we're also talking about a guy who is significantly smaller than him outdriving him several times at the US Open. And I'm talking about Matt Wolf, obviously. But like he isn't astronomically longer than guys. Like I get that the 48-inch driver, 48-inch driver can bring a different realm into what he's doing already and that's we have to wait and see like how much further that will actually be like i don't think it'll correlate to too much further like i really don't but distance here's what's more important is if i put a wedge sorry kid if i put a wedge in bryson's hand and dj's hand i'm taking dj every time and there wasn't a there was a point in time where DJ was kind of in the same bus as as Bryson, no but he went to went to work and got his yeah. wedges dialed in. And I think a year from now we're talking about Bryson. Well, if he gets his head out of the gutter and quits hitting a six iron with a pitching wedge, where he could be in that same conversation. I think that's the next step for Bryson is dialing in wedges. But I just don't think DJ winning the Masters is by him being better off the tee than Bryson. It's no, gonna no. no, no. Like that, no, like he said, it was it's. Uh, it, I uh, admit, admit, but your <laughs> but your point your point was basically saying like, look, like Bryson or DJ can get out there just as far as Bryson, and like for, I, I would contest that point that just to begin really, with. My point wasn't really to be like, hey, he can win because he can get out there as far as Bryson. It was more to be like, hey, I don't think like, yes, Bryson's advantage with like distance is a huge like it's a big advantage but like there are guys that will get it out there to where like they're gonna be there they're gonna be there with him yeah so like it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a runaway victory like the u.s open like there's gonna be guys in contention with bryson it's not a long drive contest and if bryson yeah. has a 56 and dj has a 52 it's not I like dj better with a 52 it's not gonna be like it it's not gonna be 
it's like I don't think I'm in the camp. I don't think he's going to be able to do what you want him to do. Like I don't think he's going to destroy Augusta because I think there are guys that are, you know, in the same realm realm of him distance-wise where they're going to be in contention with him and they're going to get it out there far enough to be able to make the shots to get the birdies they need to. Would you say that uh, – I mean, this was kind of before you are watching a ton of golf, but would you say that when Bubba cut the corner on 13, did that, quote-unquote, destroy Augusta? Because they after it, I, after that they rolled they put that tee box further back and they had they made considerable changes to the course because of what they knew was coming. Like, w- was that quote unquote destroying Augusta? Um, I think, I th- uh, I think the way you put the phrase, all I have to say, if anyone destroyed Augusta, if that's how you correlate destroying a course is by trying to change it and make it longer or whatever. Th- I think Tiger did that. I, I agree. I agree with that sentiment, but my, my point with no, I don't think Bubba did it. I think Tiger did it. So my point would now be that neither Bubba or Tiger destroyed Augusta. But my point is that if Bryson does it again, like we have to move the goalposts again a right. third time, that to me is more significantly significantly affecting the the idea of destroying Augusta and, because and we've reached a certain limit. It is. Now. Well, and you're, well, you're, what I just said is I don't think that Bryson's going to do that. I don't think he's going to do it. I think that. If he's getting it out there, I think DJ, I think fucking Wolf, I think fucking Brooks, I think Rom, they're all going to be getting it fucking out there like that. Like, yeah, Bryson will be 20, 20 yards further, but I think they're all getting it out there into the same general area. Like, Bryson isn't hitting those crazy, gnarly bombs every single hole. Like, yeah, there will be that hole where he hits it 400 yards. But, like, I, I really, I think... I don't think it's going to be a U.S. Open win for him. The it's difference gonna, is, like, is that Augusta has a certain layout where it is vulnerable to a certain Especially speed. Especially on 13. Uh, well, and he, also, he has to do it. He has to do it on that hole. He has to not fuck up. Like, that's what it comes down to. Like, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of Bryson. And I, God, I hate that I'm defending him. He can miss it either direction on that hole. He doesn't have to hit a perfect ball. He just has to fucking crush get, it. He has to get it up in the air. Yeah, but there's other holes besides 13 it. that are vulnerable to Bryson that other people aren't going to take advantage of either. If he hits it far enough on 15, he catches the downslope, and he has a like a flip wedge into a par 5. Yeah. Like, if he does that, there's not a whole lot of thing that... Well, they're going to water 15, and it's going to stop corn. on the hill. <laughs> like, the point being is that, like, Augusta doesn't have that much more room. And, like... It's not that only like look, Bryson can keep doing this for five years. You know, an easy fix. It's a par four now. It's not about par, man. It's about what exactly. So it's the lowest score wins. No, it's not about par. It's about how the court, the hole was designed to be played. It wasn't designed to be played from the yeah. from the water side on the par, on that hole. I mean, I get it. It's about shaping the shot around that tree into that green complex from a certain distance away, right. not having a flip wedge into it. If every single hole at Augusta, because of the restriction of space and people becoming Bryson, then we have driver flip wedge, driver flip wedge, driver flip wedge. Like that's not entertaining. Like, could Bryson theoretically? destroy Augusta with this in the sense that they have to change things either with equipment or the course of the point where it stops becoming what Augusta was before. There's a chance. And that point more so that more point being, that was the worst sentence ever. 
Um, <laughs> was is it? I, what I'm trying to say is that Bryson has the best chance of that being because of him versus Definitely. DJ doing that or anyone else doing that. And I, I would agree. say 20 I would yards. Agree with that, for and sure. I also say like 20 yards is not in the vicinity of anyone. Like if you have a 20 yard gain on people on holes, then like. They're not anywhere near you, dude. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, I'm pointing and laughing if I'm 20 yards ahead of you, oh, especially on cute. a pro level. Yeah, like if you're allowed yeah. to point and laugh at people, mm-hmm. like it, it to me, I don't think anyone can do what Bryson is doing. I don't. I agree. I don't think they're going to be able to do it repeatedly like he's going to be able to do it, and I, I truly, truly think that it would require people completely changing their equipment like he's doing to, if he optimizes the way that he says he does. Cause at the end of the day, it's just math. It's just fucking math. Yeah. No, I, again, I mean, it would take a guy who's a, a really good long drive competitor to say, Hey, I'm going to learn how to fucking hit a wedge. <laughs> like, I think that's more likely than a lot of these guys saying, I'm going to hit it like Bryson is. You can you can point at a couple holes during the U.S. Open where Wolf drives it past Bryson, but you don't know if Bryson was lashing at it or not. If he was trying to go super right. far, and the other th- other side being is that if we look at strokes gained off the tee, oh, if you look at Sorry. strokes gained off the tee for since the restart, Bryson is in the lead with plus one point one strokes per round. The next person is Rom at point eight five, and then the next nearest person after that is Rory. But the distance between Bryson and Rom is equal to the distance between Rom and the number 10 person on that list. Yeah. So the gap is the same between one and two with strokes getting off the tee between Rom and Bryson. Yeah. Then Br- Rom and the 10th person yeah. on the list, which is Xander. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Like, it's not close. No, it's not even remotely close. I mean, he. Like, and also, just to be said, about... on the top five, DJ's not in it. Yeah. Like we said. Bryson has broken golf, and I think we're all rooting for him to break golf even further. As much as I don't want to see him win this, I think it's good for the game if he fucking as much as you don't want to see him up. win it. You do want to. I just want to see him light this course up and then fix I, the game. What I prefer to be someone else besides Bryson doing yes. it, one hundred percent. Yeah, if it's between him and Rory, but I respect his I'm commitment as a Rory. golfer to being the yeah. guy that's doing it. Exactly, I respect him as a golfer. Well, what else do we think, boys? What do we got? I think he's the storyline, man. I think ending or wrapping up a podcast somewhere around Bryson is is probably apps, considering he's the people that are talking about going into it. Do I think he's the number one favorite going into it, like Vegas? No, I think it's DJ. I, I think, think it's Rom. I think I think DJ. I think, it's JT. I think DJ Rom and uh, Bryson are probably the three guys that make the most sense to the most people. Um, like I don't need to get back on JT. I think it, it's possible. It's obviously possible. Let's uh, let's make a wager. Everybody pick a guy for ten bucks. What like to so the, to each to other win. or yeah to... between the three of us. If none of them win, nobody knows. No, no. Goes no. So this is how we'll do it. We each we each pick a guy, and whoever finishes the highest, you have to pay the other guy or the like you the two losers pay, have to yeah. pay the other guy. I have JT. You have Rom. Yeah. And you have DJ? Or you have Bryson? It sounded like you had Bryson, but who would you... Or DJ, yeah. I'll take DJ. Okay. Okay. There you go. What, 10 bucks? Yeah, 10. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, it was fun. 
Uh, do you all have any last things you want to say? Or? Xander's winning. <laughs> Gary Woodland plus 10,000. <laughs> Put your money down now. Um, my final words will be Rick. <laughs> Roy with a grand slam. Yeah, Rick, uh, let's do it, bro. Put that metal shaft back in that putter. <laughs> That's all. That would be my two cents. But, yeah, uh, stoked for it. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to watch of this fucking Masters. Um, I'm going to do my best to def- – I'm going to be watching the back nine on Sunday for sure, but uh, I'm going to be at a wedding, so that's going to kind of fuck shit up for me. I'll be playing at a Ryder Cup event at my course, so yeah. I probably also <laughs> – so, yeah, I don't know how much any of us are going to be able to watch of this Masters. I'm going to do my best to watch throughout, you know, flying out to where we're going and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do our best to get a post pod out there at some point. Peace out, people. Appreciate you tuning in. <laughs>